0: You got the touch, you got the power,
1: yeah! We're live.
2: What's up guys, welcome back to Kind of Funny's Transformers in Review. That's right, we are reviewing and ranking every single movie in the Transformers cinematic universe. I'm Tim Geddes, joined by Big Kev Dog himself, Kevin producer slash seducer, Nick Scarfino. Hello, everyone. I think we found a Transformer. <laughs> <laughs> that was your worst impression so of it i ever heard. Oh,
3: we'll, we'll get there. Don't <laughs> worry, guys. I got to I got to build energy. Like Just yeah. like Mark Wahlberg would for us, I got to give this energy. I got to give this film
2: 120% of my roided out energy. Good. Can't wait to see it. And, of course, we got Candy Andy himself, Maximum Cortez.
4: I had a nightmare last night, guys. Crazy dream. Yeah? What did you dream about? There... Uh Mark Wahlberg was an engineer in Texas by the name of Katie Yeager <laughs> And the Tooch was in there. Stanley Tooch he was just running around and there was a really, really bad actor who's like some Irish dude. And there was dinosaur robots. It was just this nightmare was all
2: over the place. <laughs> how, guys. how long did the nightmare last? Oh, about almost three hours. <laughs> it was Gosh. almost three hours long. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. That's Terrible. crazy, ladies and gentlemen. Terrible. Today, we are talking about Transformers Age of Extinction, released June 27th, 2014. Once again, directed by Michael Bay. A budget of $210 million, a box office of $1,124,000. Tim with a B, oh,
4: deserved every
2: dollar of it has there ever been more of an injustice making it the highest grossing film of 2014 the Good. second highest grossing film in the transformer series uh losing out to dark of the moon uh that we did last week the 19th film to gross over 1 billion and the 29th highest grossing film of all time runtime Same. of two hours and forty. Five minutes. This isn't yep. an extended edition. This isn't a director Snyder's cut. Michael Bay's an asshole version. No, no. This is just the movie. Two hours forty-five minutes. The longest installment in the franchise. So at least we can rest easy there. But let me tell. We only you, have guys. one left. <laughs> let me. Well, yeah, well, we not got We got one of these. We got know, what what we, we got movie. Yeah, we're also doing the animated movie afterwards. We need to leave some good taste. Wait, are we? Oh, after that's After that. I yeah. didn't realize we were so, doing that. That's cool. Yes. We have to We have to do that to then make Lord of the Rings and uh, Clerks match up better. So, exciting stuff. Um, but here's the thing, guys. This movie sucks as much as I remember it sucking. But I'll be damned if the entire time I'm watching it, every single minute of it, I was like, I can't wait for a review. I just can't wait to hear Nick talk about this fucking movie. <laughs> he, he, After the three weeks we just had where there's ups, there's downs, mostly downs, but there was like at least we had Shia LaBeouf. At least he's out here buffing it up. Then we now have Mark Wahlberg.
4: You don't, he, guys. you don't deserve rights if you like this movie, dude. <laughs> like you, you
3: you have to assume that the character's name was something like, like John Smith and Mark Wahlberg came in and was like, hey, I'm only gonna do it if his name's
4: Cade Yeager. (laughs) Like, there's not a chance in the world that (laughs) Mark Wahlberg is a fucking robotic engineer <laughs> who's named Katie
2: Yeager. <laughs> like, in Texas, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Of, wait, wait, of wait. the Hold Austin, on. Texas
3: Yeagers. Before,
2: before we get too deep into this, this is kind of funny in review. Every week we uh, review a movie in the Transformers franchise. We're also doing the Kevin Smith View Us Universe in review on Tuesdays. So that's on Tuesdays, Transformers on Fridays. Um, and after Transformers, we're doing Lord of the Rings. So a lot of really cool stuff going on. You can watch the show live on Twitch.tv. TV slash kind of funny games. You can watch the show later on youtube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com. You can get the show as an audio version by searching your favorite podcast service for kind of funny reviews. And most of all, you can get the show ad free by going to patreon.com slash kind of funny, where you can also write your review in haiku form. Uh, You can be a Patreon producer like Mohammed Mohammed, Cameron Reagan, Steve Powers, Lee Palero, Julian the Gluten Free Gamer, Karen O'Donnell, and Drew Garnier groutes thank all of you for your service let's get back to it nick where are we at where are we at with this here's what i want to say and i know this is going to be a controversial
3: thing guys and i'm sorry if i'm letting you down by saying this but it appears that i have turned a corner on the transformers franchise because i thoroughly enjoyed watching this movie from start to finish start to finish start to finish (laughs) it's so fucking absurd that I think something in my brain broke right around the time where Mark Wahlberg was like, hey, you know, I'm an inventor. This stuff's gonna pay for your college. The fact that A, Mark Wahlberg could have a spawn that actually goes to a higher education institute is fucking ludicrous. And B, the fact that he, they just, they made Tim, they made him an inventor, <laughs> which is not even a thing, really. Like, you just.
4: They made him a robotic <laughs> it's
1: engineer. Not even a thing. You know what I mean? Like Mark Wahlberg!
3: Like, like, I know you can be an inventor, but normally, like, if you want to actually invent stuff, you are an engineer that goes into like a field that specializes in that one thing. Mark Wahlberg is just making everything happen in this I mean, arguably amazing barn. Um
1: But he's making useless shit too, where it's like, why aren't you why are you making a like fridge butler robot?
5: You
1: know, it doesn't work. Stop not working on it then. Keep going until it works.
3: I'm gonna say (laughs) this. I going into this, I thought, okay, this is going to be the worst Transformers movie complete uh, made. What I will say to speak positively toward the movie is that it does not suffer from from a lot of the things that plagued the three that came before it. Namely, this movie feels like character wise way smaller. And I think, like, one of the things that I really actually like about it is they attempted to have character arcs for at least all of the main characters, including Stanley Tucci, who has, like, a redemption arc at the end. Um, they they have a lot of backstory, probably way too much backstory, between Cade Yeager and his super underaged wife, um, who apparently made an underage child that looks exactly like the underage wife. It's creepy. Dude, also, her boyfriend kind of looks like him. It's a weird the, thing.
1: The, the picture of them when they were... 18,
3: and Mark Wahlberg is a 37-year-old man. The exact
1: same (laughs) age without a beard. Mark Wahlberg's (laughs) 37. It looks like like they they took the
3: picture that day on set with a (laughs) 16-year-old in his arms. They just put a backward hat on him,
4: and then they like swiped right to get the uh, the de aging filter filter. from Instagram. Yeah, that's all. And and then they saved
2: it, but it didn't save. I had um, so much fun watching this movie, man, because Joey was sitting behind me just giggling, and I just knew that she was just thinking about what Nick's going to say. The, the, thing,
3: the thing is this, like, to, 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 before we get into the absurd plot synopsis, which, by the way, I, I wrote way too much on this one, I'll be honest with you, I, I do give them credit. Because a lot of a lot of the issues I had with with one, two, and three are actually solved here. Namely, that they actually give the humans something to do. They make the government the bad guy, which they should be from the get go. And Optimus and a lot of the other characters at least have personalities that are somewhat defined. Optimus kills humans. He kills a lot of humans. <laughs> a lot um, of humans. As does as does John Goodman, who, by the way, quotes himself from the Big Lebowski. It's fucking great. Let's fucking go. I'm in. They got Ken Watanabe. I mean, they got really good actors to be these characters. They still have the random lines they throw in here and there. But at least I remember who they
2: are at the end of the movie. That's fair. And that's true. My problem is anything good I can say about this movie is equally met with a mistake. This is essentially a soft reboot, but it's not. It's like they're still sticking with the characters and storylines they've set up before. Some of that's cool. It's like, oh, man, like, remember Chicago? Like, all that. It's like this kind of, like, sets this up to be a cool place. But then the characterization of Optimus Prime (laughs) makes no fucking sense, no matter what way you you put it. But here's the biggest problem I have. It's like, cool, finally these characters are kind of, the robots are acting and, like, calling each other names and, like, there's, yeah, they have a camaraderie camaraderie, camaraderie to them but it's report. none of the characters that we've seen in the other movies there's no, just all... a new set of characters they've killed off every Decepticon so we don't even fucking have them in this one and it's just like oh yeah I guess, I guess that a Ken Watanabe is a, uh, a character named Drift a samurai who should be fucking cool as hell and oh he's a helicopter oh Autobots can fly now oh wait he's also a Bugatti
3: yeah he's a dope
2: Bugatti oh and Optimus can fly too Oh, and at the end of the movie, yeah, yeah remember the whole jet fire thing? We nah, 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 you didn't need that shit. Where are you going? Oh, I'm going to meet my creators. What are you talking about? <laughs> also, he literally the creators... blasts
1: off into space at the end of this yeah, movie. Hell and yeah, it's just like, all so right, we'll see He blasts me. off yep. into
4: space 20 minutes after trying to outrun giant ships falling from the sky. And- and, and to which I thought, uh, it would be really cool if you had rocket uh, thrusters here in this scene, like to where yeah, he could that like would fly be away from the Useful. Ship That'd be yeah.
3: very
2: useful. And
4: at the end, he just blasts. I was like, what? The? <laughs> Use your rocket thrusters. I, I'll say, or I'll you say, a say a cool
2: the dinosaur friend that you get to ride that you just so coincidentally just happened to be in China, right where you were <laughs> when you when all the guys are fighting you know, here. No, they were in his ship, woods, and you find these guys. They well, they were trophies. trophies. Uh, there were
3: trophies on the ship. They were trophies on the ship.
2: Great, them. but let's let's take them to the mountain then. Let's make sure that we we have a a three minute fight scene to tame these Tim. beasts. Tim, listen. When you I, when then, you where, where do they go at the end of the movie? What, uh,
3: where, what the where, robot dinosaurs go at the end of the movie? I'll oh, just, just into the wild. Free. Oh, they went out. They went off to eat yeah. a bunch of people in the village next door. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, <laughs> the there's whole. A whole they, the they're, city they're is They're still currently wiping out provinces in China <laughs> as we speak. They're just devastating people. Um, can, Tim, are you trying to tell me that that little trophy case you keep all your Jordans in doesn't detach from your home and shoot off into space? Because of course you would keep all of your valuables in a place that could be easily like snuck into and just taken out as a separate like. He's like Nick, this place each, is a ship of its own.
1: Each individual box where his shoes are do in fact detach and can be taken.
3: That's cool as ice. Yeah. That's
1: cool this as ice. <laughs> this um,
4: movie is so fucking absurd, right? That, it, you know, so one, it doesn't have the parents. Kind of a bummer, right? We miss the I mean, parents.
3: Is, is it a bummer? We, we, miss, we miss the bummer. parents.
4: We miss the parents, definitely. But two, it's so over the top and so fucking terrible in a lot of moments that, it's kind of fun in some moments that's, because that's, that's, that's so what I'm saying. So
2: bad, it's good. It's yeah. so bad. There, more there, ways than the other one. There are moments
3: in this when, like, the sky is falling, and Mark Wahlberg turns to the Irish guy and calls him Lucky Charms. Yeah. So there's not just one Multiple part. Times. There's three and parts I... where
1: he does that. Wait, do they ever Fucking explain why he has it. an Irish accent? No, he's just Irish, like, Kevin. There's a, there's a scene right where he's like, "What's with the accent?" And he's like. Oh, I'm from Texas. This part of Texas. That's how we talk. It's like no, no, it isn't. No, no, no. He says he's, he's Irish. Oh, does like he? he ta- yeah, yeah. He, he says, says he's Irish. Irish oh. But yeah, yeah. but
3: there's, as everyone knows, there's a really, there's just a tremendous amount of Irish people in Texas. Here's what That's I thought. That's where they all decided to go.
4: Here's what I thought with that character's whole backstory. I thought that okay, this guy is clearly really, really bad as an actor. And apparently he was <laughs> he's in other stuff because I looked up his IMDb because I thought I'd never seen this guy. He's a terrible actor. He must be a really famous rally car driver that That's they what just brought, that they right. just brought on to, to actually to do the stunts and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, oh, but he's, oh, that's that rally car driver that we know. You know, it's like, what I don't know. It's like putting Travis Pastrana in a movie or something like that, you know. <laughs> but, sure. but then I looked at his IMDb. No, he's an actual actor. And, and so that was really confusing to me because I just thought there's no other chance <laughs> in any other movie before or after this moment.
3: I I I will agree across the board. The acting's terrible in this movie. The action is way overblown and crazy. But I found myself at, at the very least, I give this movie more credit than Transformers Three because they tr- they actually baked in a relationship. They tried. Do I care whether or not his his seventeen year old daughter is banging this eighty seven year old rally car driver who's probably in our country illegally? He was no. in mid-summer. Nate, why did you have to? I don't I don't care about that. But at least they tried. To write that in, so I, that at, you're the, end, you're at the end, you are insane
2: you call this trying.
3: <laughs> no, but no. what I'm saying is, like, there's like a good 30 or 40 minutes of this movie that, a, they should have probably cut out. But that is care, that is that B plot of him and his daughter, and like how he wants to be there for them. And then it plays into him being like, hey, like he has that, he has that line. I'm not gonna say it's a great line, but he's talking to Optimus, and he's like, hey, some of the best things can come from mistakes. And he's obviously talking about like his daughter and <laughs> and his but past.
2: That's where he started. Like that's the thing is, like they say a lot of these things, but like there is not like a change. Well, he has by the end of it, he has accepted that his daughter
3: is with this person. He's accepted her boyfriend because her boyfriend showed up and like proved that he's he's not a bitch. Oh, that's, that's not true. Bitch. His that's where he, he
2: literally you. surrenders yes. to this.
3: That is fair. That is fair. So,
4: so, uh, so, so the racer, the rally car driver, he was a uh, he's top billing in uh in Midsummer. Yeah, I didn't know oh, that.
3: Oh, he's <laughs> the Joy boyfriend.
4: He's Christian in Midsummer. I've never seen the movie, but again, when
2: I see that this is in his credits, I'm like, oh shit, he's an actual he was, actor. He was good. <laughs> he was a, dude. <laughs> Yo, you guys, you guys, here's some facts for you, man. Dwayne Johnson was offered the role of Cade Yeager, but he declined due to calm. Calm. Dude, scheduling conflicts with Hercules. Uh, what a <laughs> mistake. Hercules, Hercules
4: was, a was, fuck, I forgot that was a yeah, movie.
2: That was a thing. Now, I don't know if it was a mistake because, like, I, I don't think that this movie would be as bad as it is with him. And that, because of that, it wouldn't be as enjoyable yes. to me. I think I think that Mark, Mark Wahlberg, Wahlberg adds needed. a sort a certain absurdity to this film <laughs> that makes
3: it that makes it fun. Like he is so hyperactive in this movie, and he's so aggressive toward people in this movie. Like, let's not forget, within the first ten minutes of this movie, he commits an assault on a realtor and two people who are looking at his property. He throws the bat. He throws a fucking <sighs> bat at them, and it's like. You sort of get it, but then it's a party who's like, "This guy is a wild card, Andy. We don't know what he's capable of. Is he going to build a robot or commit a fucking murder? <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. We don't know." But yeah. I will say, I laughed out loud a couple times with some of the more absurd lines, where he's calling him a bitch, and when he's when he's fucking with the Irish guy, and the Irish guy's fucking back with him. Mark Wahlberg doing the sort of Boston pissed off guy is his is his fucking nom the plum man, and he he nails it in here like his goddamn career depends on it. And I'll say, at least, like, you can tell he actually tried. Like, they were tr- – the people in this movie were trying. Kelsey Grammer was actually trying to be ominous and, like, and the bad guy. Kelsey Grammer needs to
4: be so, villains in more movies, man.
3: I, he, I thought he was good as a villain. I thought, like, yeah. he's such a good actor and he's got that voice. Yeah. But I will also say shout-out to Lockdown, who I thought oh, is really Cool. cool. Yo, coolest fuck
2: character, scariest shit. The his, inter- his intergalactic
3: head, robot bounty hunter, fuck, it's rad. That's cool,
2: Lockdown is into a cool as hell. He, he yeah. first debuted in Transformers Animated, which was a, a cartoon that came out after the first movie came out, and he was the coolest fucking character because literally what he did was he was a bounty hunter that would go out and kill, hunt down other transformers to take the parts he wanted from them to make himself better. That's That's like shit. He had a rivalry in the show that lasted forever with Ratchet. So it's cool that he killed Ratchet in this movie. They don't explain any of that shit. But like Lockdown is fucking awesome and like easily is the best villain in in the I I will say what I liked about the film was
3: Lockdown was fucking rad. I actually hated Stanley Tucci at the beginning, but then at the end when he's sitting on like he's sitting on the the roof drinking the fucking box water or whatever it was and and he's having like an emotional breakdown. Milk, milk, that's what it was. And the ship
4: Flies and, the ship's and he just starts
3: like laughing because it's so absurdly yeah. like impossible to overcome. He's, he's like,
4: How am I in this
3: movie? Why right? I, like, why am I here? Um, <laughs> I liked him. I, I, liked, I liked the lockdown character. And I actually found they didn't do a good, nearly a good job with it because it's so convoluted. But the idea that they could manipulate the metal that the Transformers are made out of, I
2: thought was kind sucked. of a cool concept. No. I thought oh, it was a cool, I thought it was a cool dislike. But I think I it was other not movies?
3: well executed.
2: The, the, remember, I had the problems where it's just like there's no consistency of what they're doing and stuff, and then you're you're just adding all these elements. Why the fuck would the humans make it so it's this weird nanotech shit? It's just like this isn't cool to see. Like you want to see guys transformers this is transform. Coke yeah. Zero
4: Cherry, like with the Beats pill. What was that? Oh, That's, product product That's called product yeah. placement.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Fifty-five so moments of product terrible, placement dude. in this movie. Yeah. Dre yeah. and Apple paid a lot for that for that product placement. But yeah, that whole that human-made shit, I really, really, really
3: dislike. And I think I think the idea, the concepts behind this movie, I think are interesting. They just didn't. I agree. Well. Yeah. The idea of oh shit, we figured out that the metal is actually like something we can manipulate if we can figure out how to program it is cool. It starts to fall apart, I and mean, I have questions for you later with science with Tim actually okay. about whether or not Do you have questions about the seed. I have questions about the seed. I have questions about if whether or not transformers need a spark to actually be alive. Because if that's the case, how the fuck are they running these things? Like, what's the power source for these things if they don't tap into the spark? Um, But I like the concept that they were, like, building it off of, like, Megatron's head and he somehow, a little part of him was still alive and went into Galvatron. I thought that was cool. I know you're going to hate the fact that he's Galvatron. No, but but, I mean, that's cool. Like, elements of that, it should have been cool. It wasn't I like that they, yeah, I like that they were, like, I like the concept of, like, the writers. Like, if we were all spitballing an idea and we came up with these ideas, I'd be like, this is actually strong. It's just, they just didn't execute it that well. Um, like I like the concept of like, hey, we we are basing all these models off of transformers, like
2: Bump, Stinger is Bumblebee, but so he's cool. like a better, cool version of it. And Bumblebee's like sound this? design. The sound design of this movie is fucking rad. It's it lit. is some of the, the nicest like surround sound that I've heard in the theater so far. The sound of Stinger is a mix sick. of a car revving up mixed yeah. with a fucking hornet's nest. That's sick. That's, That's sick. So I cool. remember. I remember when he drove
3: past. I was like, that is a fucking really cool, really scary sound for your bad guy to make.
2: I appreciated yeah. that. Shit was cool. I want to give a shout-out to a bad guy that, like, I don't know his fucking name, and I don't really understand his place, but I love that he's in this movie, and it's not Kelsey Grammer, and it's Savoy. not Stanley Tucci. It's the other dude that is always a in a coat. Ladies and class? gentlemen, we've, we've reached a conversion point. I've been telling you to fucking watch
3: Bosch yeah. for nine months now. It is Titus Welliver. He is a bad motherfucker, and he plays Savoy in this. And to be honest, like, and that, and that's what I'm saying. They didn't just... Like, they cast actually he, good actors to he, be the bad guy. He, he
1: gets killed think, by just getting kicked out of, or a football no, Kevin, in the head, right? He gets right? hit
3: by a football and then pushed out <laughs> a window. Okay. Now, as you guys know,
0: some <laughs> people
1: was, have oh. an allergy to
3: uh, that. Some people have a massive uh, allergic
4: reaction to to football. It, well,
1: to be cr- fair, they cr- set that up earlier it, that he yeah, could football the football people in the up. heads that's and a, knock them down.
4: That's a good callback, Kevin. You're right. <laughs> I, I, um, <clears throat> what's so oh, with bizarre to me about this movie is like, I feel like there are sometimes that the CG is so immaculate, and sometimes it's just god awful. Him like falling. the whole—I mean, him falling was terrible. The whole intro with the dinosaurs looked fucking abysmal, dude. Like there's so many bad moments, and there are so many great moments that are gorgeous, and the composition is great, and everything's like everything looks real, everything looks lived in, and the people don't look like they're just pasted onto this crazy background.
2: I have a question, Andy. Um, Go ahead, which, Tim. Uh, which category? does this this moment fall into uh when she gets brought up into the alien ship for the first time mm-hmm. and then those two little alien guys come out at her with the eyes yeah how those eyes make you feel
4: i don't i i i audibly said out loud what's happening <laughs> because like <laughs> because i saw that and i couldn't understand what they were going for there i didn't really i needed to pause and see
2: exactly what like, were they googly eyes i don't like for reals. We, what was the direction you there? have this, like, cartoony comedy moment with lockdowns? And minions? this is scary. This yeah. is supposed <laughs> to be scary. Well, not, you know. not only that,
3: but, like, then they follow that up with the fucking hellhounds that mm-hmm. he unleashes on them who aren't scary as shit. And, like, track her down. And I'm like, whoa, that's actually really, really terrifying. And they have a whole... um the scene at the like toward the toward the climax where they're climbing down those big ropes and the Hellhounds are like scratching at it. Why shit.
4: does the ship have booby traps? What is happening in this movie? <laughs> I do like that. Boobie like, boobie. like they
1: get onto the ship and immediately the the Rhinox character is like, the ship has booby traps. And it's like, yeah. all right, he's informed. I
4: mean, it's, such, it's was it such their a bullshit ship to begin video with? game moment. No, no, no. What's no. That? Wait, no. Oh, it was like the creator ship or whatever. It was the what, creator ship. Was it know? the creator? Because there, yeah.
1: there's a moment where. um He's like captured Optimus, and he's like, "This ship was meant to travel the galaxy with you guys, but I've stolen it." So-
3: yeah, the sh- He refers to the ship by name, and it starts with a T. I have it later in here, but I looked it up, and it said it was the it was the um, the ship of like the legendary something or other, and it was commandeered by lockdown. So okay. I, I'll get to that in a sec. I wrote I wrote it based on the wiki, the fan
1: wiki. And then a quick for question a for Tim: Yeah, uh, do is is this a thing? The creators.
2: Yeah, they're the quintessence. We'll see them in the animated movie. And you got the dope. touch. But, but so the 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 thing that I, before we get to the plot, that I think sure. is very, very, very bizarre about this movie is it is a soft reboot, but it commits too hard to still being in line with the continuity. How is there literally no reference to Sam Witwicky? We don't see Sector 7 at all. None of that makes sense because it would be like, all right, if right, they're in Texas. Maybe I can get around that somehow. But they go back to Chicago. It's like there's so many things that make this like a, a worldwide event mm-hmm. that those things should at least come up. There should at least be some dialogue. Well, or at least something makes have... sense. But the bigger problem I have is at the end of Dark of the Moon, the whole point of it was – the government was wrong for banishing the Autobots. They needed mm-hmm. the Autobots. They're on the bridge and they're talking. And Sam looks like he's getting a job with the government mm-hmm. to work with the Autobots mm-hmm. because they're going to work together. This movie throws all that out. Just all like no, it. no, 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 no. The Autobots are bad. The government's hunting them. They have no well, fucking chance. To the so, point that Optimus <laughs> is killing humans.
3: So well, the, so my read on that was that this guy that this this Adiger character, who's Kelsey Grammer. Who is this high level CIA operative is covertly hunting down all Transformers to get their medal because he's got he's in cahoots with uh Stanley with KSI with Stanley Tucci's people. Mm-hmm. So like there's a lot of member like every time they look and they see they see images of people hunting down Autobots, they're always shocked because like what the Autobots are supposed to be the good guys. So my yeah. read on it was that like politically they've they've sort of sullied their name because of the Battle of Chicago, and then covertly they're going and hunting them down, and no one really knows that. I mean, even the president doesn't know it yeah exactly because he because he, he uh he brings in tom lennon who i fucking love why? is why
1: was that a character why not, was that? does What's not really- to be in
3: this movie at all but i think it just serves to remind everyone that yes you should stop what you're doing right now and go watch balls of fury because
2: it is one of the top 10 comedies ever made i feel what you're saying nick and like they, they did see all this stuff to like explain why it's happening but it doesn't explain the counterside of like oh, so you're telling me that Doomy, after everything he's been through and tyrese aren't gonna figured this out and be like, fuck that shit. There are boys. Well, for sure. Tyrese went back to his union job at
3: the airport, loading cargo onto planes. Mm -hmm. Um, Dumal, who the hell knows? I don't know. I think, I think, I think what happened was they looked at all the characters and they were like, we do not need 70 characters in these movies anymore. All we need is, and this is going to sound like a crazy idea, guys, but stick with me. I know we're spitballing ideas here. We're at fucking Paramount studios. You're Andy's the head of Paramount studios. Kevin is the enforcer and Tim's the money man. But I'm gonna fucking hit you with some some crazy shit right now. What if we just had one bad guy and one good guy? Wouldn't that be crazy?
0: No, guys, it's we need more than movie. that. Okay, how yeah. about this? How about this? We need the about, three hackers. Let's go go to bad this. guys. We how about go two
3: bad guys? And China's paying for it. Actually, to be honest, that didn't bother me as much. I mean, granted, logistically that's completely absurd. But the Why fact was that, that girl in the movie, uh, Bing Bing, because she's fucking awesome and she's a huge Chinese star.
1: They found her right. It's- Bing Bing Lee? Yeah. What do you mean they found her? Remember she like disappeared for like six months?
3: Oh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think the government disappeared her because yeah. she was like dis- yeah, and then the they brought her back. Talked- no, it's, it's
1: not even a joke. She like talked no, shit and then yeah, disappeared. She talked for, like, shit about him and
3: disappeared for a while. Oh yeah. fuck. Yeah, it was intense shit. Damn, she's a huge, yeah, she was a huge thing. But you know, no, honestly, she's in the movie, as is the fact that the, that most of this is shot in like or the, the last latter half of shot in in uh Hong Kong, because I, it, you know, I remember shows correctly, they got a lot of funding from that. And I think he got a lot of shit from his investors because he did, he was supposed to show like a couple hotels or something in this movie. Um, it's either this movie or Age of Eight or The Last Night where they were like, yo, you were supposed to shoot like a bunch of stuff that we told you to shoot. And Michael Bay was like, well, you know, I didn't <laughs> do that. So they had to like go back and like CG shit. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it didn't bother me. It was actually kind of cool to see a fight in a different city. And, like, seeing it set in China, I think, gave it a nice, like, visual distinction. Because Chicago – like, I love Chicago, but Chicago looks like every city, like, major city in America. Um,
1: I feel like it so kind of – And then, like,
3: fight down the side of the wall and stuff like that. I was like, oh, this gives at least another texture to the visuals.
1: I, I did feel like it kind of felt like they were just kind of, like, at some point midway through the movie, they got the steal And we're like, oh, we got to add China in. And, like, there's just that moment where they're like, all right, we got to go. Let's go to China. How else can we get there?
2: We have a spaceship. Well, uh, I like that. (laughs) That would be
1: really fast. Spaceships can get around quickly.
3: Well, you just go up, you go down. Yeah, exactly. Um, No, but I mean, they they set it up like KSI was like a Chinese invested company and like Tucci was the CEO. But you you could tell that he had like, you know, part parts like companies and stuff like that in China. That that stuff actually didn't bother me too much. And I like because I think that Stanley Tucci is such a good actor that he at least makes the scenes watchable and gives that character, that paper-thin character, a little bit of depth, you know? Or he's like, there's that scene which is, if it happened to me, I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about, Cade Yeager? Because he's like, I'm an inventor too. You're an inventor. We're both inventors. And I'm like, no, 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 I am a billionaire. know you're a not, company. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> you you Googled how to make a robot on YouTube, and you and you just keep doing that same tutorial over and over again. And you
0: just <laughs>
1: But, that, like, but. that work, that was what motivated him to be like, hmm, I should look deeper into this. And then figures it, and it out. And yeah, and he, he turns weirdly around. falls in love with uh, Bing Bing. I'll
3: just, tell you like, one thing right now. Wouldn't you, though?
1: Oh, 100%. Let's Come
3: get to now, the plot. Son. Come on now, son. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to what I affectionately refer to as Transformers Age of Distinction. That's right, Tim. What's the distinction we have to make? The boof is out. All hail, Lord Mark Wahlberg. Because <laughs> he's in this, ladies and gentlemen. And he's guess what? It. He
4: fucking found Tim Oh, I think I found a Transformer. <laughs> I did, guys. I swear I laughed so hard. Because I thought that's just a line Nick made up to me. Oh, make. no. Oh, no. It was in the trailer. Oh, no. so when the moment happens and Mark Wahlberg goes, I think we just found a Transformer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i lost it
3: dude
2: i lost it
3: <laughs> i wrote this line i i was like i don't know if i remember if that line's actually in this maybe i made that up so i wrote it in here <laughs> fully expect you guys to make fun of me and then we get 20 minutes into the movie and he says it and i missed it by one word yeah. but i was like i that is such a memorable line guys that, that, that is line, line i think
1: was the, in the tra- in the trailer in the first trailer oh i'm sure it was and that's I'm why sure it was. we all somehow heard it a billion times
3: because it's also not something anyone would say in real life. But it doesn't matter. We start with a bunch of really big, overly designed ships. Transformers Age of Extinction. They land on Earth during the Jurassic Park era. Half alien, half machine. And they start launching missiles that kill the dinosaurs. Why don't you say Jurassic era?
1: <laughs> the Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park is the better era better. is like 20, 20 years from er, ago. It was the '90s, Kevin. No, Nobody I know. Knew. So they didn't Nobody land on the '90s. The let's just be clear. Sex. So drugs, apparently, the world,
3: apparently, they killed the dinosaurs, not mm-hmm. the meteor. We're not quite sure, mm-hmm. and they did it because they wanted to make dinosaur robots. And then the dinosaur robots
4: froze or something. We're not quite sure. Man, but guess no. Michael up? Michael Bay loves just doing the alternate history shit. He loves doing this stuff oh. to be like, oh, hey, remember that thing in the past? Remember, it's not remember, like, when remember, JFK, the, remember when JFK when JFK was shot? That was a. The Decepticon. moon landing. Moon landing. Decepticon. He loves it. Strap he loves it next week.
2: That's all I'm gonna oh, say. Dude, oh, dude, no. I've watched five. I'm,
3: I haven't seen the last night. I tried watching the first ten minutes of it, and it went through so many eras of history that I was like, I, I, I can't do this. How do oh, Transformers no. relate
2: to the Nazis? We'll find out next week. Oh no, Tim! Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Tim. It's, it's not what you think. It's Turns it's out,
3: the- Galvatron. Huge white
2: supremacist.
3: (laughs) Huge white supremacist. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's modern time. I think because we see a plane and Darcy, the again another just smoking hot geologist, and we are in the Arctic and they found something in the ice and it's a metal dinosaur. And she she goes, "I think history is about to change."
1: I think. And then the other guy's like,
3: (laughs) 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 "Everyone's finding transform everywhere you dig. There's a transformer. So be careful uh, at the beach, ladies and
1: gentlemen." (laughs) Just to be clear, what was happening is that that like. Explosion thing. If it touched you, it turned you into the metal, right? That they use the transformium.
3: I think that was the concept. The seed was supposed to like so take everything them. and just make it. Yeah, into that's transform. what it's called, right? Yeah, and <laughs> then they could. I, I guess they could take that and then and then make organic light or make the cybertronian life from it. Yeah, it's unclear, but it's a cool visual effect. I like when it like when the when the things go off and it looks like they are lava bombs. I think that's yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, and yeah. then I also think it's hilarious that I remember distinctly, distinctly, Tim. T.J. Miller being in this movie the entire time.
0: <laughs> he was
3: not. What a nice moment, guys. guys. What a I
4: fucking had, moment. I had to rewind it. I was like, <laughs> I was like, they kill T.J. Miller? Was that somebody else?
0: No.
3: no. I, I was annoyed. like, why would you go through the trouble of making this, this character so likable and having him be, like, when you put a character in a movie like that. That's like what, what, what writers would refer to as sort of like the conscience of the main character. He's always he's like the 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 sort of uh, – um, I forget the term, but like the, the one that shows, shows in the true north, right? And he's always like, hey, you need to do this. You need to do this. You got to get your shit together. You got to get your shit together. You'd think that that would somehow play into Cade getting his shit together at the end. But instead, they fucking Terminator 2 would him. Well, they just well,
1: nuked he, his ass. He turns into a little bitch and snitches on everyone. Yeah, so he's like snitching. good Written. What, you know what, what is
2: Cade Yeager's whole MO? It's very similar to one Vin Diesel. It's about fucking family. It's about family what happens man. to his brother when he gets destroyed? King Yeager's like, that sucks. Let's just yeah. move on and never let's, talk about let's
4: it. again. Hey, hey, talk he's about He's dead again. now.
1: Let's just go. I I'm oh, glad man. that
4: Optimus Prime, like, mourned him more. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I'm really sorry about your friend. He's like, <laughs> sorry <laughs> about your friend. And he's like, I don't give a fuck. I actually yeah, he
1: really really Here's liked this. how Optimus Pride Prime was so like he he was like. We fucked up. I can't believe yeah. this happened. Your friend shouldn't have died. And it was like, oh, man, look, he cares so much.
3: Yeah. Optimus gets it because he's been in battle. He has led people in battle, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, oh, I think history is about to change, is what she says, but not in Texas, where Mark Wahlberg drives his pickup truck by through the cornfields and a sign that says, remember Chicago, report alien activity. And when we say alien, Kevin, we know
4: what kind of aliens those Texans are talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. T- uh- what? A definitely good CG sign, by 100%. the way. Like, de- definitely real sign that wasn't CG. That Remember Chicago, yeah. Like,
3: it yeah. probably would have been cheaper just to put the sign up.
4: But <laughs> yeah. they, again, are like,
3: we got to CG everything. The look, there's a, there's a patina. There's a specific look we're going for here, and it's fake. Uh, TJ Miller arrives and immediately sexually harasses two random women passing by. Yeah. And then uh, Cade Yeager and TJ head... Into an old theater where they apparently are looking for salvage scrap so that they can uh, invest in stuff, rebuild it, and sell it. Um, interesting, yeah, though, interesting, stuff, um,
4: right? interesting. Deep detail here. They meant they're close to the RGV. Hmm. So they're close to, because they said they were clearly playing games. They were Tim because they mentioned. Um, he said, "Oh, the surf wasn't good enough at at South Padre, and South Padre is the place where everybody would go." For spring break like sometimes mtv would come down for spring break and shit but no, it's like a, it's heard. like a 45 minute drive <laughs> East of the coast, and you go to South Padre. By right? the way, Andy, no, I call bullshit on that. I call bullshit. MTV <laughs> never came down to the RGV
3: for yeah. a fucking spring break. No, it wasn't. No, 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 no. Fucking Kennedy, fucking Kennedy, and Bill Bellamy weren't hanging out in the RGV Cortez, during spring break. Cortez, Cortez, <laughs> Dad Cortez was there, dude. I'm, I'm fucking telling you, bullshit. Just I'm telling that you, bro. People, people thought you were Dan Cortez at the time. You signed their footballs.
4: I'm googling it right now, and it's like South Padre will host MTV's fucking whatever. And
2: he, and he says that nick immediately looks at the camera i know he's looking right at me for like a, i call bullshit i'm looking I mean, it up right
3: now you can't just say i'm like oh jaguar riverside california fucking mtv was always there, <laughs>
2: <They weren't> there. <laughs> it's it's here i'm looking it up <laughs> it
3: such a that's such a thing i would say and hope nobody heard me say it
4: <laughs> so um, i'm looking at it dude i
3: appreciate you guys anyway we're back at the theater. uh and um Let's see. Oh, Mark Wahlberg looks over and he sees an old chair, and apparently he remembers an old date he must have had with his with his wife there. Um, and then, oh God, that's a horrible thing I wrote. We'll just skip past that. Oh, read really? um,
1: Come
3: on. No. Kevin,
4: don't encourage it. <laughs> <I> just, Kevin, <laughs> you're the only you know,
1: person who I said like, I'm
4: not, often goes against it. Yeah, we gotta, yeah. yeah, yeah but smart. I feel like
1: every once in a while, we, we got to let him hang himself a little, you this know? This movie Let's
4: destroys it. it.
3: <laughs> we'll go for it. We'll just go for it. Here we go. Uh, Mark Wahlberg and TJ Miller in, go into an old theater where they're apparently looking for salvage scrap or something, but I'm not really sure. The only thing I'm sure of is that Marky Mark fingered someone a long time ago in that theater, just like he fingered Reese Witherspoon on that Ferris wheel in Fear. Also... T.J. Miller can't catch a football to save his life because sports isn't his thing. You know what, what is his thing, Kevin? Oh, Calling in real-life bomb threats to the FBI <laughs> and then tanking his comedy career. And that's going to come back into play in a fucking weird way in about 10 minutes when he calls in another fucking uh, ah. government agency and rats his friends out. Apparently, T.J. Miller was fucking really right. good
0: casting for this.
3: Uh, anyway, uh, Mark Wahlberg randomly finds an old truck that's just sitting on the stage of the theater, and you would think this is I, – I would walk in and say, like, what the fuck happened in here? <laughs> Why are there mortar shells everywhere? He, like, opens the door and just these comically big mortar shells fall out. I'd be like, I don't want to touch this. But, so what does he buy, Tim? That's right. He buys a projector. An old, old, old projector that's that's basically not even useful anymore.
1: Remember when the guys like, I think and it does IMAX. I'm sure that it's yeah. digital. It's like, no, it's fucking it's not.
2: Not digital. Um, well, anyway, and then and the truck. And they're like, what truck? Hmm. This why?
1: Why would you? Anyway, do that? How did they, they get it, it out of there, Tim? How many theaters I have, no have idea. They, truck size entrances? Did they just
4: destroy the
1: whole theater? Well, <laughs> like, no. My, my thought
3: was that there was maybe a hole in the theater where the truck burst through and they just towed it out of that. I don't really know. I
1: feel like then the guy would have done – like it, it would have cost more, you know, if the guy – because it only cost no $150. Well, maybe absurd. the guy
3: was like, I'll give you a deal if you get it out of here because I want to refurbish this theater and I can't have, show a movie if there's yeah. a truck in the way. That's in the extended edition. Sure. Is it? Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, I had a quick note in here uh, to just remind everyone that at one point, Mark Wahlberg said that if he was on one of the planes during 9-11, he would have punched all the terrorists out, which effectively called everyone that died that day pussies. So I just want you guys to remember that. What a stand-up guy. Anyway, you know what else is awesome, guys? Fucking jean shorts. They're so awesome. (laughs) Michael Bay loves him some short shorts, doesn't he, Andy? Sure. Okay. Uh, We... We meet Marky Mark's daughter uh, who wants to go to college but can't get a scholarship, and her dad's dirt poor. Uh, They also have a robot watchdog that is completely useless. Then we cut over. And then, so she comes home, and that's it. We cut over to Dr. Frazier Crane, who has given up being a radio shrink and now runs a super-secret organization that keeps transform- Transformers in check. No, it doesn't. They kill the Transformers. i learned that later. No more joint operations between the military and Autobots people. No more alliance. A handful of Autobots were given sanctuary. There's a few more Decepticons still around, but the goal is to keep all Transformer tech in U.S. hands. I appreciate that, guys. We're trying to keep global dominance here. America we we number one. Protect our interests both foreign and domestic. Mark Wahlberg tows Optimus Prime back to this bond, presumably so Optimus can weigh in on how uh, short his daughter's jeans are. Um, she's about to have Zoom sex with her boyfriend until Cade comes home uh, with Optimus, and she gets all pissed off. because She's like, oh, I'm not another truck. Hold on, honey. Just keep your putt in your hand. Uh, Mark Wahlberg wants... And then Mark Wahlberg says something about, hey, man, I'll take you to prom. And everyone's like, what is the relationship <laughs> the fucking is what it is. And these young women? <laughs> because we dad. see, as of course, a picture later of him and his wife who looks exactly like the daughter, which makes sense genetically.
4: But they're just way too close. Together. What I what I do appreciate though is that I feel like most movies would have just made her the love interest to Mark Wahlberg, pretty much. Because like, it, it's always that thing where like no matter like no matter how old the male star gets, the young hot woman is always like the whether there's like thirty years uh, in an age gap or it's whatever. like, it's so like I, yeah, I appreciate that they
3: made her the daughter
4: here. Like good for
3: Well, them. I like that he didn't have a yeah, he didn't have a, a, a love a Witch Love interest and yeah, the daughter, the daughter was the focus. That was the relationship. Because you're right, it would have been like an entrapment situation, right? Where do you remember the movie Entrapment with Sean Connery and katherine uh, Catherine Zeta Jones? It was like oh, her second movie. movie. She was smoking hot in it, maybe like late twenties, and he was at least ninety years old. So yeah. when they made it out, I was like, Oh Yeah,
1: but then she dude, didn't was she like, go and they, marry that was Michael movie. Douglas oh, and it's like the same thing. This yeah. movie goes well, out I of its way. Answer
2: to try to prove that it's not creepy, which just makes it creepier. Because it's like, how many times are you going to reference her short shorts? And it's like, oh, it's her dad doing it. So it's like, oh, he's trying to be protective. No, mm-hmm. it still comes off as creepy because he's Mark Wahlberg, and just that's just how he is. But more than that, it's like, okay, she's 17. So it's like, we we, we know that she is not legal. We know that it's not okay. Oh, my God. But it's like, oh, but oh, the Romeo and Juliet law. Fuck, what? Why hell? does he, oh, he carry it around? It. Because no, it,
3: like, it, has
2: to prove, it has to fucking prove that's it, that terrifying. it's okay. I couldn't believe that they dove
4: so deeply <laughs> into like why why did they dedicate at least like two minutes of screen time to explaining what this law was it's so bizarre dude it's, it's as if Michael Bay knows and he was like that's his, al- his alibi like that's, that's his- oh
3: no yeah that's exactly what it is <laughs> like they the, the, it was just poor casting on their choice I, this the guy I, I don't I don't agree that he's a terrible actor but I just feel like he they could have cast someone who was skewed younger looking hmm. that was maybe 18 or 19 and was her contemporary and that would have made a lot of sense of why he was a little cowardly in spots because he wasn't quite right. a man yet but they decided to cast someone that looks maybe five years younger than Mark Wahlberg and it's like it's very very weird and it doesn't make sense and I think if I were the casting agent and I would have looked at all these people together and I'm like we need to get someone on that looks at least looks different than Mark Wahlberg if I were the because casting agent like fucking her father that's what it looks I, like
4: if I were the casting agent it would have been like okay he's not a good
2: actor we shouldn't cast him <laughs> like Albert yeah. well, Andy but uh, he's sponsored by Red Bull so uh
1: that, yeah I'm doing great guys I'm sponsored why, by Red Bull that was that's great why line. I thought I he thought was an was really actual
4: I thought he was an actual racer. <laughs> like I didn't nope. know he was an actor. Who just
1: he's, kept he's, his contract he, going? Yeah. Yeah,
3: he just went through it. Anyway, Mark Wahlberg is an inventor. He fixes junk and sells it, but he's not really good at it because he's got a lot of bills. All this stuff is going to put you through college as long as you get financial aid. And she's like, well, I didn't get that fucking financial aid. Thank God we make friends with a billionaire later in this movie. Uh, the realtor comes in with some buyers, and Cade is, is, because Cade is behind on his mortgage payments. So what does he do? Stand-up guy. Threatens him with a bat. And as they're about as they're about to leave, he throws the bat through the window, and this is again really great casting for Mark Wahlberg. He told uh, her
1: not to go on the grass. She went yeah. on the grass. Don't go on the grass. You know, people aren't going to believe him if he doesn't respond. You know. And I
3: mean? then he gets pissed off that she drives through his fence, even though he legitimately chased them off under the threat of death. <laughs> mm, mm. So they're going to go anyway down in the marsh. Who comes out of the water? Lockdown. Uh, and he uses his cool Predator vision to survey the Black Ops team, who's lovingly referred to as Cemetery Wind,
2: oh. is the name of the oh. yeah, it is.
4: is I can't it? wait for this fucking Call of Duty expansion, man. Oh,
3: my God. Led by none other than Bosh himself, himself, Titus Welliver, uh, who I love. And uh didn't realize it, but he wears the same little, like, uh, bracelet and everything that he does. It must have been given to him by someone special.
4: Cemetery. Everyone should go watch Bosch. You know? You know? What's that? Titus is cool it's name. just Tom Clant, like Tom Clancy's Cemetery Wind just has a ring to it. You fucking know? Right, right. And all the dudes, by the way, when they when they go to Cage Place a, later and they all come out wearing sunglasses, like every one of them has sunglasses. Everyone, they look awesome. like creative players. Like in oh the beginning God. of a cutscene before a mission starts, oh, yeah. you and your friends it's like us in Predator. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs>
3: Except we laugh when we do that. And yeah. They did
4: not. They got paid no. for that.
3: Anyway, they ferret out. They're hunting Transformers, and they got a beat on one man. They ferret out Ratchet and blow his leg off. And then they're like, "Why are you running?" And Optimus sent. He's like, "Optimus sent out a message to them, calling all Autobots. We're under target attack. Cease all contact with humans. All Autobots are being hunted." So they went into hiding. Lockdown transforms into a big gun and shoots Ratchet, and all hell breaks loose. So they murder Ratchet. They just everyone kills Ratchet, and Ratchet is no longer a character in this until the next and, one. I mean, one. It was- they just probably bring him back.
4: Kind of like I enjoyed this scene. It was like it was fucked up and dark. Was yeah, up. like I felt I felt bad for Ratchet. You know, you could feel uh, it was well acted and well voice acted. That the fear was clearly coming out, where he was just like, "I'm terrified." And I, I I don't want to fight you all but yeah like'm he's, yeah he's freaking out and then here comes lockdown so a, fucking that's cool what I'm saying like, like we don't cannon. we
3: don't we don't have a sympathetic moment like that in any of the other movies I'm just saying well, you, dude, guys are, you, you guys know. you guys, I mean, may have like, undersold this movie remember when you iron High is the
2: same thing and the, the problem I have with this is as cool as it is it's like they don't set up that this is ratchet this is now one of the last remaining original characters we've had since the first movie it's just Fair. another Autobot that dies That is fair. Uh, Lockdown
3: approaches and he talks over Ratchet's dead bodies Autobots, Decepticons, like little children, always fighting, making a mess of the universe that I have to clean it up. There's only one way you survive. Tell me where Optimus is. And Ratchet goes, never. And he goes, never is here. And then he stabs him through the heart. And then this turns ba- into a fucking dope ass Lambo and just Dude,
4: drives it. Dude, he, <laughs> if, he, if he's not oh, Chloe's hottest robot for this episode. Oh, this guy gets me. I don't want her man. on the show anymore. I, I don't know this, what the answer
2: is. Kev, can we actually, can we pull up Chloe's video right
3: now uh, and see which bot yeah, is give hot? Give me
1: one second. Let me set that up. Which
3: bot is hot? Which is the hottest bot?
1: Hot pot with Chloe.
5: Chloe, Chloe. Welcome back to the hot robot ranking with yours truly. Chloe Naylor, the resident robot lover here. Today, we're talking about Age of Extinction. Only one Lovely. copy?
4: No, Not two copies?
5: So much. So much. The sexiest car is the black and blue Bugatti. I, real cool to see in person.
2: True. real
5: cool to see all of those cars in person, honestly. Oh, that's pretty cool. Even cooler to see Mark Wahlberg's arm as he drives past you. Where, it was a good him? day. Not a good day watching this movie, though. As yeah. much as I love Drift in the comics, Ken Watanabe is not him in this movie, so my choice is Crosshairs instead. It's the accent and the goggles and the coat. He's he's too, he's cool. You yeah, know he's cool. No. I'm shallow.
0: Should
4: be locked. Cutting back. this in
5: because I found the sticker I got when I was there watching them film it. They didn't even name the movie yet. Oh my god, that was such a good day.
4: A fucking loser, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I love I love one. Oh shit. Chloe, oh, you crazy? It's Lockdown, dude. Lockdown wrong,
3: gets buddy. me so wet, I might as well be sitting in a fucking pool. That's how we'll <laughs> go
1: go. <laughs> it goes. Jesus Christ. Cut, the, the, the Cut one, over. The one she picked, he's got that stupid Darth Vader he's an skirt thing. Yeah. Where it's like, I thought that was going to turn I thought he was wearing like a raccoon or, you know, the flying squirrel suit or, trench or something coat. cool, but he wasn't.
4: Cool trench coat. Metal trench coat. John no. DiMaggio. Oh, Who's yeah. John, John DiMaggio. Uh, Bender from Futurama, oh, Also cool. he has a Bender line
3: in this. Who, who did who did the voice for Lockdown? Because that guy was really good.
2: I don't uh, know.
3: awesome. While you're doing that, let's cut over to Thomas Lennon, who is chief of staff of the president and wants some specifics from the Black Ops team now that they're hunting Transformers. But Frazier tells him that the war will be over soon. And he goes, well, the president really would like a photo op with Optimus Prime, but Kelsey won't let that happen. The Autobots aren't our friends anymore. All Transformers are persona non grata. It's not their planet. Never was. Time to take it back. Cut back over to Tessa, uh, who wants to go out with her friends, but Cade her papa has uh, no boys rule because he had her and her mother. Uh, he had her when when he and her mother uh, were very, very young. How young, Andy? Well, from the looks of it, uh, Tessa's mom was 16 and Mark Wahlberg was 87 years old. <laughs> <Whoa>. He was <laughs> very old. Uh, and apparently, but I guess I, I'm not from Texas, Andy, and you are. So I guess this is how the Romeo and Juliet laws work. I.e., if you're a man and you're old, you can bang teenage girls.
4: Is that correct? I believe so, yeah. Greg Abbott's a big fan of it. Yeah, yeah.
2: Okay, very cool. Um, Mark Ryan is Lockdown. Mark Ryan is also Bumblebee in the movie where he talks oh. at the end of one. Spoilers. Oh, oh that Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um let's see. Robert Foxworth is Ratchet, Ken Watanabe's Drift, John Goodman's Hound, uh and then Frank Welker, the original Megatron voice is Galvatron in this. That's pretty cool.
3: I didn't like yeah. it. Uh, you didn't like it? For Galvatron? no you guys are just haters on this movie you guys need to just here's what you need to do shut up shut
4: up
1: guys (laughs) turn turn
3: the corner with me shut up no let's finish strong with the last night
4: you're gonna do the Uh, whole thing like star wars with the movie solo we're like guys just have fun it's just just have fun no i can't have have fun if i'm not having fun
3: andy (laughs) just have fun god you know who had fun andy Probably Dan Cortez when he came down to the RGB for spring break. <laughs> <laughs> it fucking never happened. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I hate Nick so much. Me too. But
3: it's true, right? He's so unlikable. God. <laughs> anyway, uh, turns out Marky Mark actually is a pretty good dad, probably because Tessa reminds him a lot of her mother, not personality-wise, more like the age that Marky Mark likes to bang. No, anyway, Marky why? Mark spot, uh, spots a, a fire out in the garage when he and when he puts it out. He spots the wreckage. of Optimus and He's like, you know what? Time to fucking go to work. I got to put this girl through college so that I can make another one and bang her. The next day, TJ God. comes over. Mark shows him his new toy and, he, and he's like, look, He's been up all night. And he's going crazy. And TJ's like, what the fuck is going on? And he goes, I think we just found a Transformer. And that is. That's it right there. On, there's the there's the one slums. really
4: great line that's just like, <laughs> that couldn't be. It's probably like my standout line of the whole movie. And it couldn't be more out of character. Again, Mark Wahlberg is a robotic engineer. And he says a line that says, I don't know what he's leading up to. I don't know what the first lines are. But the final uh, sentence is, they're simply ahead of their time.
1: Shut the fuck oh, up! Oh, his Mark. ideas. What do you it's mean? Simply
4: inventions. ahead of their time. You've it's never the seen best. the word "simply" in your life, dude. Nope. <laughs> like- Mark,
3: Mark, you know what it is. You know what that. You know what that is. Mark's got. He's got one of those uh, word of the day calendars, and he's got to just work <laughs> that word in at least three times. And simply was. It was like a. It was a word of the day calendar for like four year olds. It's simply like, malfunction. Simply, like- <laughs> simply,
0: simply.
3: Uh, anyway, let's see. Uh, DJ, DJ wants them to call this in so they can make some money, but Marky Mark wants to know how it works, and TJ accidentally uh, dislodges a missile from Optimus and then shoots it at Tess. And then Optimus comes back to life, but he's, like, barely alive. And then Marky Mark introduces himself as Cade Yeager, and that's the first time anyone says his name. And I have to think to myself, Mark Wahlberg came up with that name and said, I'll only do this movie if you call me Cade Yeager. And he thought this was going to be the most iconic character since John McClane. Yeah, this was going to be his John McClane character. And then when even when he said the words out loud first on set, even he, in his infinite absurd wisdom, was like, this was a huge mistake. This character, this was a big mistake. We should never have called this character Kate Yeager. The Kate Yeager is like the name that you, that you write in your first novel yep. that you don't finish. And then you look back on that and you go, why was I trying to write a novel when I was 12? Yeah. You know? Yeah.
2: Anyway. Uh, I, I know that this movie, like, is bad because, again, we've n- we're have we now four weeks into this, and I've talked about how much I love Transformers constantly and how much reverence I have for the originals. Optimus Prime is in his original truck form, and I feel nothing. Mm-hmm. I feel nothing, except for disgust. That is a problem. I
1: like him. that any form he takes, he still adds a little fire because it had it around the grill where he's just like, I yeah, love dude. my little fire tattoos. You gotta have fire. Tats, Optimus,
2: like, you gotta
4: be a little bit more subtle than this. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, he where, was,
2: where, keep going. I was gonna. Go ahead. Doesn't matter. I, I I was gonna jump ahead a little bit here with the plot. Like, cool. The bad guys fucking come to get this goddamn transformer. Sure, 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 sure. Um, but but the thing for me, Andy, is you just said that your favorite line was the Mark Wahlberg saying this simply whatever the hell. My favorite line in this movie that makes me laugh every fucking time is when Optimus jumps out of the building to shoot the fucking humans to kill the humans. Optimus Prime is about to kill some humans. Kill he jumps humans. out and goes. Here I am. <laughs> yep. And then he goes like this. Then he goes,
3: Rock you like a hurricane. <laughs>
2: what a weird thing to say. It's, it's odd.
3: So weird, man. Anyway, he was ambushed. This is the backstory. He was ambushed by humans and he's in bad shape. And Cade's like, I think I could fix you with a blowtorch. Uh, Attinger meets with Lockdown and asks him how he failed to kill Optimus, then he asks who Lockdown worked for, but instead of answering, he Lockdown gives him some bullshit about humans thinking they're the center of the universe, but they have no idea. Sort of like it kind of reminds of this answer when he's like, "Hey, you never really told me who you work for." This answer is like, "Hey, Andy, are we going out for your birthday?" And Andy's just like, "Oh, dude, yeah, no, I mean, like whatever." Like, you yeah, know, like, I'll just like, "Yeah, what's up?" Mm-hmm. And then, ask, and like, turns it around on you, and I go, I don't, I don't know what's up, so I should not ask any more questions. Mark Wahlberg sends TJ to the store for supplies and then pulls an Iron Man with Optimus and apparently just fixes him real fast because Optimus is like, hey, good as new. Uh added just people spot Optimus from the satellite imagery and, and mobilize uh, the troops. They've also gotten a call from someone. Guess who that is? Of course, TJ Miller has called them. Uh, and we know this because, in real life, TJ Miller loves calling in to government agencies to report things. Um, That's true. Optimus wants to know why Cade is willing to help him. And he goes, well, guess maybe because you trust me too. And Optimus is like, fine, fine I'll buy that. Savoy, so people arrive. Stupid. Savoy and his people arrive in slow motion to the Jaeger farm and tell them they got a call from someone. Of course, it was. we all know it was TJ Miller. There's uh, that,
4: uh, yeah, there's the slow motion scene where the, there's they do several, so many slow there's several character turn moments that I just like you laugh at because it's so – it's like, dude – It feels like this was directed by kids trying to make a cool movie. You know what it's
3: what it's like is he doesn't Michael Bay doesn't have a concept of how the effect is coming off to the audience. Like he's basically making this whole movie for himself. Yeah, he used these slow-mo effects like very, very, very um, liberally in like bad boys one and two. And I think no one ever told him that those became like silly satires. Like we all look back at those and be like, that's it's so much slow motion that it's absurd at this point. But he was like, no man, if we make the slow motion, it'll all you need to do to make a moment poignant or intense or sad or funny is make it slow motion. Slow motion just makes everything what we want to make it. Oh my God, Andy, you just nailed it. Is that Dan Cortez hot off of the beaches of the RGV <laughs> spring break 1996? 2012. Thank you very much. <laughs> Whatever, bro. My spring break would have been
0: 96.
3: Shit. Uh, let's see. Cade uh, plays dumb until adding orders Savoy to kill his daughter. And then all hell breaks loose. Optimus is who was hiding down their uh, uh, starch. What the fuck? Optimus bursts out of the barn and just starts fucking everything up. Lockdown shoots starts shooting missiles and all hell breaks loose. Luckily, Tessa's boyfriend Shane comes in to save them in his cool rally car. Now, and here's the chain. thing.
2: What's weird about this is this this is another moment that could have been really cool, but they just bungled entirely. We see a shot of the rally car and there's no one in the passenger. I thought it was a Transformer. And it's, it's leading you to believe it's oh, a Transformer. Yeah. It's yeah, like, it was, okay, it what, what's going on? Cool. And then later, there's the reveal yeah. that he's driving the car. And yeah. it's just like, none of this is cool. It could have been if, like, there was more setup or relevance <clears throat> to that, Tim, it being had... a, a – if it was a car that we had seen, like, a Transformer, we're like, oh, it, that's that's Bumblebee. It should have been fucking Bumblebee. I a, that's a Transformer. <laughs> you know, something would have been interesting. But Or a back background of who this character cars. is, it's not just this boyfriend. <laughs> so lame. It's stupid. It it comes
3: out of nowhere, um, and immediately, Marky Mark hates this fucking guy. He hates that they're being chased, but you know what he hates even more than that? Using condoms. They're the devil's work. Also, he hates that Tessa has a boyfriend uh, that's now pretty much the same age as Cade. I I feel like he just feels very Put off by this and threatened by the fact that his daughter might be banging just an alternate version of him from ireland the cemetery wind team runs into a tree killing one of the passengers but of mm-hmm. course this is an important scene and i wrote this for a reason because the hallmark of the transformer series has been really bad mouthwork adr and this is no exception this guy gets punted from this car and just sounds like this oh and then hits a fucking tree
1: <laughs> and dies and just splatters. <laughs> they kill so, so many bad. people in this like kill chase, a lot of people in this. Before, optimus
3: like... kills a lot of people in this yeah. too before he decides to kill people. But that makes it's, it's,
1: sense because like they're killing his friends. I no,
2: but it that. doesn't make sense because he hasn't made the decision to kill people yet. Right.
3: Tim. right. Tim. I know. Exactly, Tim. Come forget on. everything. you know. Optimus and Lockdown fight on the top of the building as Shane Jim Connors' way around the derelict factory. Uh, Optimus does a barrel roll. And then, this is the point where I'm like, Optimus is not fucking around anymore because he does a barrel roll through two of Cemetery Wind's black SUVs. Yeah. And they explode. Yeah. So there's no doubt in my mind. There's no way that I could, be like, Your Honor. Clearly, these men could have survived this, Your Honor, and they, they are on. their crispy critters. At this
1: it, point. it goes in slow motion, and you see a dude flying. That's gonna be consumed oh, yeah. by fire oh, in moments. He's fucking dead. Yeah,
3: he's that dude's barbecue. Yeah, and then uh, Shane, uh, of course, Tessa's in his back seat, and t- Shane tells Tessa to grab a stick, and he's like, she's, "She's great. She's great at it." And Mark, at this point, Mark Wahlberg is like, "Why are you fucking trying to piss me off?" Like, why are you trying to prove that you're going to like you should be trying to get my affection in this, not prove to me that you have been slaying my daughter behind my back for the last six months? So not only that,
2: it's like, obviously, just be fucking cool second off or just don't be don't do anything at all because you are in mortal danger at this point. Like this is must be the most horrifying thing that has ever happened to you and the people around you right now. Next off, don't Mm -hmm. tell her to grab your stick because that's a weird thing that no human being would actually say. But then they imply that they've done this before. Right. This this move, like we're gonna do the thing. What thing could they possibly maybe a sick drift or something? Like that would well, make sense. I'll tell you the thing that they're
4: gonna what? do here, Tim. They're going to defy gravity and the laws of physics because <laughs> they they've, know, they've done it before. In no situation does this car just not explode on impact.
1: <laughs> like well, well, the way it fell
4: I... and the way it tilted, it was so convenient. Why was there oh, a ramp? God. What I got from this was that he led them
3: there on purpose because this is where he like trains to be a rally car yeah. guy, and that was like a track that they had set up. Yeah. Like that's a rally car, cool drift track that they set up. That's why. That's why there was a ramp up, and then there was a ramp to catch them. I'm filling in a lot of the blanks here. What but I can't like, rally cars do. Write, not- I, no, Rally cars, they generally, no car can do that jump no, without yeah. blowing its suspension.
1: Yeah, cars you know, cannot travel like five stories down. It also blew length. the suspension of the car, it like ruined the car. He was like, Oh, oh yeah. no, this is all broken, but also, but it would like, have it, probably snapped cam- everyone's
4: backs as well. The camera from inside the viewer and TJ Miller just goes <laughs> like as yep, if yep. it was a bump, like he would have like, hit Dude, the ceiling and broken
3: his neck. I'll never forget when I watched the behind the scenes, um, a little behind the scenes feature out of the movie speed, when they talked about jumping that, the because they actually did the stunt where they had to jump the bus, but I was like, Oh, that's so cool. And it was the first time I ever saw how they had to do it. They had to put the driver because they actually had to have a driver do it. They couldn't like remote control a bus. They put a driver in suspension in the seat. So he was basically on like springs from the ceiling because they were like, if he was an actual driver sitting in the chair, and the, that truck went up the 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 uh, amount of force that it would land with could potentially snap his back. Oh my god! Like it could it could actually f- like fuck you up really bad because all that force will go straight through your spine. So they had to suspend him so that when it when it landed he had that like extra four or like cool. three feet to kind of come back up and it didn't hurt him. And I always think about that when I watch cars do this shit because I was like they'd all be dead. All of them would be dead if this happened. But, it but looks you know what else? Cool. Does mean, it does look cool. cool. You know what else stuck out to me is like, I don't know that it it's not an effective cool. way to be a rally driver with your co-passenger using the e-brake because I don't think you could time that perfectly. But if you can, maybe these two are meant for each other.
1: Well, Who it, the fuck knows? He later says that like he needs her as a navigator. Does the navigator go in the car? I, in, I don't know how rally is. Yes. In a,
3: in a rally race, the navigator does go in the car. So oh. you so usually in so a rally they've, like
1: they've a race. They've done this before.
3: There is a there is a driver and, and a navigator who is like who what, they don't navigate in like hey I'm telling you where to go because it's a straight course but they tell you what curve you're coming up to next mm. so you know how to take it because they practice that so they'll be like cool. you take this yada yada they have a, it's a really cool shorthand that they do but it's weird that she's like I I've done this before and I'm like he, he, she, he's just talking about his dick guys she, prac- go, she
4: practices a bunch dude like clear like she's not busy at all with school or or drinking with her friends. Uh, but friends just kind of came and went. By the way, they the did. <laughs> like the- they did. And
3: the friends, I have to imagine that they're going to like, basically that scene from Party in the USA. They're just going to a party that looks exactly like that whole music video. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, they go and they're like, hey, we made it. But the car, as Kevin Lee pointed, uh, pointed, pointed out, is douched They start running, and then lockdown comes and start throwing fucking lava bombs at all of them. And then, <laughs>
2: shockingly, one of them just <laughs> kills TJ Miller. <laughs> And you got to mo- give him credit, man. You got to give him credit because it's like, how many times have we seen this exact same shot in a Michael Bay movie? Yeah. Explosion, people running in slow mo from ex- more explosion, more explosion, more. Why it, does it look like they had mine set up? Dude, the floor, that looks weird. sick. It always takes you out of the movie because it's just like they're just movie shit happening now. Yeah, but I've never seen a character actually get taken in to he the got got, just
4: in the funniest fashion
2: though. Like fucking
4: the, in the like they. I, like uh, clearly, they were trying to do some sort of Terminator, like you know, dedication, right? Or
3: because no. homage? I don't know. No, it was. I think they just stole the visual look. I it, thought he was going to come back as a metal T.J. Miller and they, kill it.
1: They, <laughs> they just had an they <laughs> on the set or the lot. They they must have had a, a Victor Van Doom guy like statue from the Fantastic Four movie that came out yeah. that like nobody watched, and they were just like, hey, should we just? Use that, and they're like, okay. we
4: just torch this? Yeah. Yeah, It looked terrible, dude. God damn. They
3: all hop in Optimus and head down the road, and then Adiger meets up with Savoy. Washington thinks they're only hunting Decepticons, so they have to make sure to eliminate Cade and his family. No loose ends. Cade interrogates Shane about his burgeoning career as a Drift King uh, and, and pretty much banging his underage daughter. And then Shane... Says, hey man, I'm allowed to fuck your daughter because I have this laminated card in my wallet that explains the Romeo and Juliet laws of Texas, which would immediately prompt me to kill this motherfucker yep. and blame it on the government. Yep. I'd be like, we're being chased. This is a perfect time. And even if I was this guy's girlfriend, I'd be like, you know what? That's pretty fucking creepy. Yeah, that is weird. pretty fucking okay. creepy. And what a weird, what a weird thing to put in in your movie for a protagonist. Unless that person's eventually gonna go to jail forever. Anyway, Cade fixes one of Adger's spy drones and uses it to te- uh, like uses it to uh, test his ATM card to see if they're tracking him. And of course, within minutes, police show up. Uh, he also uses it to look at some of the footage that the thing recorded before, and we see Ratchet dying um, horribly. Uh, Optimus puts a message out to all Autobots, and then scans a passing truck so he can look um, like an upgraded version of the older truck. But it's kind of how exactly how he looked before, exactly. but I don't no, understand it's, it. It's
2: a little different.
1: But when he transforms, it's a little, bit a it's truck, a little but different. But
2: but again, the flames on there. The truck's different there. too. Yeah, the truck's a lot curvier. Uh, that's fair. Um, this scene, rally- this scene is, is still cool. I mean, it's one of those things. I, it's, it's, it's not earned and it's stupid, but it's like, give me the fucking fun music and give, me, give me Optimus Prime doing Optimus Prime stuff. And I'm going to be at least say, let's go. They rally the troops in the desert. and We
3: get to meet the new uh, team, which consists of Hound, John Goodman, uh, Drift, who is Ken Watanabe, Crosshairs. And, of course, Bumblebee is back as a sort of like uh, uh dumbed down version of the old era Camaro, which I thought was kind of cool. Um uh and i like that i I wrote that i like the scene it turns out when you cast good actors and give them like fun things to say back and forth you get a more engaging scene and they got john goodman who you you can do no wrong with you know even when he's spouting out stupid little lines later where you're like that doesn't make any sense it's still john goodman saying them so you're like all right here's the thing i want to stop you real
2: quick andy can i get the haiku and review song?
4: seven syllables in the middle you need five for the first last line if you're not poetic, no need to fret. And haikus don't need to rhyme. Okay. <laughs> you're like I a. In review, I, I, I get it.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, we have our first ever haiku in a movie that we are doing for In Review. Drift says, "Hound, find your inner compass. Loyalty is but a flower in the winds of fear and temptation." And Hound says, "What the hell are you saying?" And Drift says, "It's a haiku." That's amazing. Yeah. It all comes full circle. Go. I'd like there to believe you planned this six years ago when we started this
3: series. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see the Autobots are all a little on edge until Optimus interrupts and tells them the scoop lockdown is hunting them and he doesn't know why but Cade might know who is because he's got this cool drone and he's like look he replays the footage of the drone of them killing um Ledfoot did I put Ledfoot Ledfoot I mean, is that yeah it was Leadfoot and- was oh. one
2: of the wreckers one of the NASCAR
3: guys got it got, from it, got it got it the last movie Uh, And they're hauling his parts somewhere uh, off to a company called KSI, which is headquartered in Chicago. And it's super easy to get from Texas to Chicago, so smart that they do that. Anyway, uh, no way to get in without a fight unless you have some human help. And again, this is what I've been talking about the whole time. Give the humans at least something to do. What can they do? Well, they're small, and they look like the other humans, so they can sneak into where the humans are. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, Optimus, and this is the point we get the gut check moment with Optimus where he's like, listen, guys. I'm gonna sit you guys down. It's like when your parents get a divorce and they sit the kids down. And he's like, We have to tell you some hard news. I have sworn never to kill humans. And then someone raises their hand and goes, Didn't you just kill 10 humans, like without even thinking a second ago? And he was like, No, I meant like good humans, good humans. And then Mark Wahlberg's like, Wait, did it? But some of those guys probably have families, right? Like they're probably just like, they're like they work for the American government, they probably have like families. And he was yeah, like, well, trying to, fo-
4: try to put food on the table. Yeah. And
3: Optimus yeah. is like, well, I wasn't thinking about that. But if you want, I'll go fucking kill them too because I kill indiscriminately. <laughs> Do you want me to kill you, Kade? And he's like, oh, I found a transformer. Look at my daughter's jeans. And then he just fucking blows them away. <laughs> uh, but when he finds the person responsible for all this, I'm going to kill him. And it's like, why the fuck would you write that? Optimus Prime should never have a moment in a Transformers movie where he says he's going to kill someone. He is Optimus Prime. It's insane, Prime. you guys. It's like having Superman go, guys, I'll be honest. I'm having a bad day. I'm going to go fucking murk some homeless people real quick just to get the edge off. You know oh, what man. I mean? I got the edge. I got the edge. <laughs> what a weird thing. The Optimus weird Prime, thing, everyone. If you, hey, listen, kids. If you're reading this, if you're if you're listening to my voice and you're like, that old fucking fogey doesn't know what he's talking about. But one day you get the opportunity to write a goddamn Transformers movie or a Superman movie. Don't have them indiscriminately killing people. It makes them not sympathetic at all. Optimus is just fucking murdering everyone in a kid's movie. I digress. They hatch a plan to steal some supplies and sneak into KSI, which is run by none other than Andy. The Tooch. The, the Tooch. The fucking Tooch. Uh, Stanley Tucci, of course, plays Joshua Joyce, the head of KSI, and he really likes his sound effects. And I'll be honest with you, this scene at first annoyed me until I thought of Tim. Yeah. And I was like, I this is the kind that. of shit. Hey, I'm that an Tim annoying would guy. Do. Okay. No, it's not that. It's that Tim would look no, the perfect sound to walk into his cool uh room yeah. is like, cool. that's not the right sound i thought that was, this is kind of a silly scene and kind of fun and again made better by the fact that it's stanley tucci and gives me hope andy that one day i'll look that good bald because he's pretty he's pretty cut up he's like a he's like a comical version of jason statham without the accent uh joyce meets up with darcy the smoking hot geologist from the arctic who tells him that the dinosaurs were killed by whatever this metal is that they discovered and it's super dangerous so they should probably stop looking for it and really rethink this and then Stucci's like uh, he's like listen man if i listened to every time someone warned me that what i was doing was a bad idea i never would have done the core which is one of nick's favorite movies Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) fun movie great 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 one
3: Uh, Then he rips up all the pictures she's taken, and she's like, "He's like, dude, listen, we've made big strides with this metal material. They couldn't manipulate it until the Transformers came to town, and now, woo, we figured out it's what the Transformers are made of." And I'm like, "What's it called? What's it called? It's called Transformium.
2: Yay!
3: Not to be confused with, that's right, Kevin, Unobtainium Unobtainium from from Avatar and Avatar (laughs) and the Core." <laughs> yeah, it's it actually turns out before. we talked about this before. Turns out unobtanium is actually a scientific term they use occasionally. They used to call titanium unobtainium before they gave it a word. It's a it's a it's a scientific term apparently they use whenever they develop a new material and don't have a name for it yet. If I developed a new metal, I'd call it nicotanium.
2: Okay. But nicanium. All of that Start- was worth it. I do want to let you know. <laughs> Thank
4: I uh, I but, so like it's a stupid. <laughs> it was it, not
2: Tim. You're being nice. It so was. On it was. It's a stupid it and dumb, dumb
4: name. It's a really, really dumb name. But I do like that. That's the Tooch's character, and the Tuch is like, yeah, we trademarked it already. Like we did. That's what he does. You know. Mm-hmm.
0: Really
3: cool. He's like he's making. He's out there. He's Steve Jobs to the Wozniak. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And they got they got a little Wozniak in this too. And you know who it is? It's actually not one character. It's two characters. Who is it, Tim? That's right. Fucking cast of G's in this movie for no reason. What the
2: fucking no hell? Fucking what reason. He has two OG lines of YouTubers yeah. all time. It's just. In this whole so looks, so weird. Over. I remember being in theaters and seeing this in 2014. So he, it was like he was a lot more relevant back then. But he was like – he wasn't relevant enough. No, but even then 20- he wasn't yeah. like – he had crested. Like he was – he, he was had hit that – popping off in like 2007. <laughs> yeah, he hit that success point where he was like,
3: I don't want to do this shit anymore. I want to do other stuff. And apparently other stuff means he has bit roles in one Transformer movie. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, look at Man, we're going to show you how powerful this shit is. By by taking this this clump of weird nanotech metal and turning it into a fucking Beats pill. We've got all of this massively futuristic technology. What are we going to do with it? Make some fucking money with product placement. Uh, With tech, there. I just love the
4: way he says the. the, I love how he says, beats pill. It's it's like a universally known thing. It reminds me (laughs) of a scene
3: in I Love You Man where Paul Rudd goes, uh, pirouettes the Pepperidge Farms.
2: Great movie. We should watch uh, it. We should a, do a poem I love like that he movie. does the pill, and then he tosses it over to that It's a fucking gun, gun. which a, must be a reference to the original Megatron, alt form, but then points the gun at her, and he's just so stoked about it. I it's
3: know. Just... Does it have bullets? I don't know. We can't really control any of this shit. Anyway, uh, it turns out they're, they're... Tucci is using the metal to make their own Transformers. All hail Lord Galvatron. Pass the, Wait, the Tucci to, to the, the left-hand left side, the... man. Oh, my God. He wants to make Optimus Prime, but it keeps He's like, and I love this part. Where he's like, we keep designing it as Optimus Prime, but it keeps looking like Megatron, and we can't figure out why.
1: How is that not a huge red flag? How is oh, that not like, like, hey, guys, we have to stop this? Yeah, also, what it should be is a giant ball of fire. Like if I
3: if I was trying to clone a human being and I got some of Brad Pitt's DNA but it kept looking like Adolf Hitler, I'd be like, oh, maybe we should stop doing this and rethink this process. But guess what, guys? Corporate America has shareholders and shareholders need money. They need money, but more they, and more they, money every
2: time, which is why we're getting a fifth Transformers movie. Even even if that was the case and like, OK, you're, you're trying to make Brad Pitt but it keeps looking like Hitler. um But you're like, you know what? I'm just going to stick with this anyway. What would you end up calling it?
3: Uh, I would call it Optitron or something derivative of Optimus Prime, not fucking Galvatron.
2: Galvatron.
3: (laughs) Which sounds like a villain name, by the way. It just sounds like straight up. If my daughter brought home someone who looked cool, but was like, "Hey, man, uh, what's? uh, Hey, nice to meet you, man. What's your name? Uh, I'm Galvatron." I'd be like, "He's fucking evil. Kill him. This guy's evil. This guy's evil. This guy's guy's gonna just go around giving my daughter herpes like multiple times." Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. Oh, it turns out the reason why he's looking like a Megatron is because they're using. Megatron's brain—they're tapping into his brain and using the information he's got there, translated by none other than brains. Brain. That's right, had to bring <laughs> this fucking little shit back <laughs> for no reason. And by the way, he just kind of disappears halfway through the
4: movie. I'm happy about that. I'm but so glad he's back, Nick. So Megatron's glad.
3: head on ice. Oh God, Andy, don't even, don't even joke about it <laughs> don't even joke about it uh kade uses the drone to scan an id badge and then they sneak in through the back entrance um then he bonds with optimus over the lack of respect his underlings are showing them uh he went he, and optimus has an actually kind of cute line where he's like optimus watches him how his daughter is like forging her own and like acting out and he's like you know i went through the same thing with bumblebee and i was like oh that's kind of nice. He's kind of fatherly. Uh, Cade and Shane sneak into the government facility, and Kane thinks this is just a great opportunity. This is a good time to interrogate Shane about sneaking into his daughter's panties. He's like, "Was that you six months ago?" I mean, to and be fair, like,
1: it was. He fucking played this so well, and I was, he I was very impressed. With like, you know, if I was in this situation, my daughter figured, was doing this shit, hundred percent pull the shit, hundred percent. I thought to myself,
3: "This is a fucking <laughs> note right out of the Kevin Coelho school of parenting." Hey take your daughter's boyfriend into a super stressful situation and then fucking turn the screws turn the screws on that little shit until you get him to admit that he has never liked his own penis
4: this is like a it's like another michael bay thing in in bad boys where the uh, uh with the the, the daughter's boyfriend i forget his oh, name
3: yeah that but that shit was funny <laughs> this is just weird um fuck what was that kid's name We'll figure it out later. Anyway, uh they drive into this government facility. And instead of parking outside, they drive straight into an exhibition Reggie. auditorium. Reggie, Reggie, that's what it was. Which I was like, this is weird. If I was sneaking into a into a facility of like a highly secured corporate entity, I wouldn't park in the middle of their giant projector auditorium where they have like the statue of the prototype that they're using on. But they do anyway.
1: I, they just that. got in
4: there real easy.
1: I feel like they, they really couldn't do. control um Bubble where bumblebee bean, was going yeah.
4: possible
1: uh, also um, one more thing really quick to note at one point they used the little spy camera which is not little at all no it's like no. an eight inch bug looking yeah, thing it's this yeah. big yeah it's the, the size they, of a beetle they use pill. it in front of the company that makes them to yeah. scan someone's camera and the dude like collapsed on the ground and no one is like why is one of our cameras like scanning me just, Kevin, just they, they, uh, whatever at
3: KSI they're playing everything fast And then this man.
1: and then they have Bumblebee print out the like scanner thing while the dude is holding it and it's like put it down if you but, move a little also, bit it will fuck it up
2: why do you have this ability Was he doing he, it from his eyes
3: Well you know what because Laserbeak and the other one turned into a printer and now they all can print <laughs> they all know how to Prince? Um, let's see. They drive it <laughs> and they. Who do they find in the auditorium? Tim. That's right. Stinger, a transformer inspired by Bumblebee, but better. Bumblebee doesn't like this. A so Bumblebee throws a fit and breaks all the shit. And Stinger then looks so cool. You're thinking, oh my god, they're going to make so much noise. Someone surely is going to call. Is like going to find them. And who finds them? The head of the company, the CEO of the company, walks in with shareholder investors, sees these people, and goes, nothing seems out of place here. Get back to work, guys. I've never seen you before, and Dude. you're standing next to my billion-dollar prototype, and you and there's fucking uh, tire marks all over my brand new floor. And Kevin and I know how much those floors cost to make. That's an epoxy floor right there. That's it's gonna cost cheap, a lot of money. To be it's locker.
1: not cheap. We looked into it. Oh, I this be- seems weird because yeah, the,
2: like none of it's believable. But also, the Bumblebee just flipping the fuck out. It's like Bumblebee, be goddamn cool for one second. It's annoying. But on top of that, we have these videos playing. We'll get way too much footage of it. (laughs) It's these interviews just talking shit. Yeah, it's so stupid. What a dumb design! Oh, it's it's, also, <laughs> again,
3: design, it's so absurd it made me laugh. I the design me. not yeah, that yeah.
1: different. You know, it, no, it really. almost looked exactly like Bumblebee. It's but it was such red. a red joke,
3: dude. <laughs> um, they do tell. I'm sorry, I misspoke earlier. This is where the the Big Lebowski line comes in, where he's like, "Dude, chill out." And then you hear him like, "Dude, I'm totally calm," which is John Goodman's character from the Big Lebowski, which is great. Uh, Adinger tells Joyce about Kate and the gang, and Joyce needs more Transformium and lays out the deal. You came to me. You were telling you. You want to retire from the CIA and get a seven-figure deal? You got to deliver the seed. What's the seed? The seed is the thing that they were dropping on dinosaurs that makes this metal. And we're gonna get the seed, and we're gonna drop it into the fucking middle of the desert uh, in China, and we're gonna make a lot of a lot of the metal, and we'll have metal for fucking coming out of our ass for a hundred years. Mm-hmm. Kate sneaks into the lab and sees them melting ratchet, uh, and then Darcy and Kate chat. And again, no one has ever seen this guy before. And this lab, you have to imagine, is making the most. One of the most important scientific uh, uh, findings in the history of human beings. And they just randomly go, this dude that looks like he's been fucking snorting steroids just walked in. Let's have a conversation with him. Let's tell him everything we know about this. We know that
1: Darcy's been out of town for a while because she was on this expedition. So, I mean, that pretty much explains itself.
3: So what you're saying is Darcy's a little thirsty for uh, Mark Wahlberg's
1: finger factor, if you know what I mean. Oh, my God. It's so explicit.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. The Mark Wahlberg finger factor.
3: And you know what? Why I had I had it? real good luck to finding a transformer in a theater. Let me see what else is inside of you. She oh God! I want. I wanted to stop that. It just came out. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Roll, you I just kind of rolled out of me like a like, like a lazy like kid an Autobot. Autobot rolled it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. So let's see. Darcy and Kate chat, and Darcy tells them that they're out of metal, and Kate tells her that KSI is melting down Autobots, and she's like, "Oh, that that sucks." But and then Kate gets found out. So Optimus. <laughs> so so here's the fun part about this movie. Um. This is where it gets fun. (laughs) The alarm sounds. The alarm sounds. Okay, And then they show a shot of Optimus and Bumblebee racing toward KSI to go and save them. And my brain goes, wasn't Bumblebee just inside this building? How did he get five miles away? And why wasn't Optimus just kind of there too? Where the fuck was Optimus waiting in the car park?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Very
3: Uh, weird. Uh, Anyway.
2: uh, High tension wires.
3: That makes sense. He's actually he's probably just making sure he doesn't encounter any high tension wires. Yeah, because they are his kryptonite. Um, they they, they bust actually in. work
1: in his favor this time, right? When he's finding knockout, at one point he like hooks his arm with a high tension wire and like tosses him over a building, and he's stuck there for a little bit. I love it makes you. Just
2: sense. add names. It what, makes sense. What? Knockout. Like, is that not
3: his name? <laughs> I think lockdown, lockdown is what you're looking for.
1: Lockdown.
3: <laughs> Knockout's <laughs> a cool name too. Though, like a box and like a Mike Tyson-inspired uh, Autobot. That'd yeah. Be dope. Um, let's see. Okay, so Optimus, they race. Which is great. Anyway, uh, Bumblebee scans new Camaro so they can sell some more Camaros and it turns into the Camaro that we know and love. Uh, Adinger confronts Cade and offers him a deal, but Cade is hip to Adinger being the man in charge to try to kill his daughter. And then the Autobots raid KSI and they free Cade. Uh, Optimus yells to destroy the lab and everyone in it. And and at this point, um, Hound is like, we don't have to kill Everyone, we can just destroy the lab and let the humans who are again just working for a corporation have zero understanding of what's going on, they're just doing their jobs. Uh, and then he goes, and then Joyce calls him and says, He's like, You guys are the fucking spoils of war, man. You can't stop technology. And Optimus says, We are not your technology. And he goes, We can make you now. Don't you get it? We don't need you anymore. And Optimus goes, Oh, that hurt my
2: feelings. For real, yeah, dude. and John I literally Newman's said like, that to <laughs> It's yeah. awkward as hell, dude. Dog it's really, it's a really like Because they just, just walked away.
3: They were literally on, the the, like, they could have stopped. Everything they were, they had, they found where all this shit was happening, and they are massive machines. They could have just destroyed this whole lab, taken Megatron's head, taken all the metal, and just fucking bounced. But, but more instead, than that, he goes, "Get, get out of here!"
2: Destroying the lab, they destroy the lab. They're killing people. They don't give a fuck. The main guy's there, and Optimus doesn't just fucking flick him. It's just like, like you found the guy that that's the, the cause here. of all
3: this, didn't you? Just proclaim that you were going to kill him
2: five minutes ago,
4: God and Optimus you, has killed bitch. a lot of people before this. Yeah, like he's a murderer.
3: He is a cold, stone cold murderer. Uh, let's see, Adinger <laughs> tells Joyce, now's the time. This is now a CIA military operation. And and he's like, we got to hunt these fuckers down. And Joyce is like, I don't know, man. That seems it's going to open me up for a lot of uh, liability. And he goes, you're indemnified. Respond. Now, Kevin, as our legal counsel, can you look into indemnifying against everything? Uh, isn't that where the government
1: just takes over? That's context clues. I haven't looked it up.
3: Could you, could you look that up and see if there's a possibility we can get a, just a unilateral indemnification for me, just so I can just, whatever I say is indemnified? I don't I don't
1: think that's how that works. Okay.
3: Uh, They bring Stinger. Okay. Uh, there he goes, bring out Stinger and Galvatron. Get them online, and then go intercept the fucking Autobots, and that's exactly what they do. And they transform in a weird, funky-ass way and start going nuts, and they, they start killing indiscriminately, and Joyce is like, do we control these people? And the guy's like, no, we don't. We are not controlling them. And he's like, eh enough um
2: galvatron's a, alt form pretty fucking cool i like that it's like a dark a, a dark, dark truck, truck rivaling yeah. uh optimus in the original cartoon there's a character nemesis prime that is a dark truck and it's pretty sick that's pretty dope that's a
1: dope nemesis name. prime
2: also a dope name yeah, yeah. uh they transform oh uh, sorry uh dope
3: we get a dope shot where optimus slow most through the air and saves everyone and then bumblebee hangs upside down and blasts galvatron but guess what that's shit and this is where this movie starts to break down for me, guys. We were rock solid until this point. Yeah, he it was, was perfect, rock solid until this perfect point. Perfect movie. But he shoots one of the Decepticons, and then it just kind of reconfigures itself back into a truck unscathed. And so you're like, oh, these things are unbeatable. Like, there's no way they're going to be able to kill these things at the end. And then they just show
2: how I'm killing a bunch of them at the end.
1: It doesn't make like, any oh, sense. Why? It makes why? Zero why? Sense. why sh- like, it would have been. It would have been fine to just kill that that guy right there. Yeah. You know. So I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be. Game.
2: I'm gonna be honest. Like for for whatever this movie is this legitimately is the moment that it stops being so bad it's good to me and it's just like oh now it's just now it's just trash like now it's yeah. just like it's not even it loses all the the mark Wahlbergness of it kind of like isn't funny special anymore. he made it
3: special and the graphic <laughs> artist made it not special um again this is the question where i had science with tim andy can we do science with tim please
4: science 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 with tim I'm Tim. Buildings. he's team uh, Sam, how do you have how do you bring a transformer
3: back to life without a spark or the matrix of leadership? I mean, I, how do you bring it
2: back to life? How are they bring it to life? Things? So how their are they spark? B- their spark is their their life source. Like yeah. their, their spark is their they call it a soul in this, but it really is more of a mix of their heart and soul. Mm-hmm. Like that so is the, the spark just, is who I, they are.
3: I guess I'm asking questions that don't necessarily need an answer. We'll move on. Um, let's see. Well, my point, my point was like, how are they fucking making these robots like sentient and like alive without that power source they're just it's just metal at that point yeah it's kind of silly also Um, later
1: when when uh like i get galvatron coming to life but the other guys came to life and like he talks to them and he it makes it sound like they have a choice yeah you know and it's just like what i don't think he does it's all a little crazy Um, and uh,
4: and also anytime a fucking one of these robots is in danger why don't they just transform him away like it's a- anytime, just transformium everywhere you want to go. You're so Dude. fast in transformium form, <laughs> like it worked. Yeah. It worked well for the T1000.
3: Every yeah. time someone punched him, he just turned into another, a different face. Yeah, that part where he punched him and then it turned into his hand, and he was over here, and he's like, "Fuck you!"
4: <laughs> and <laughs> meanwhile, TJ Miller is. Cool. A- <laughs>
3: tj miller comes back he's been hunting him down but he's he's, he's a slow walker
4: a uh, lockdown <laughs> comes in
3: and it's scary because bounty hunters are cool especially dog kevin let's grow mullets is a line that i wrote in here
1: uh i uh, know remember dog's not cool anymore racist. oh it's that's right what happened yeah. to dog was it like a, like a so yeah oh he's racist yeah, yeah.
3: dog's not cool anymore guys sorry so we'll go with Boba Fett next time um, oh Lockdown shit already... Boba
1: Fett's still cool Nick just is so you know cool? yeah,
3: yeah.
4: Kevin okay, you, we'll Kevin, you know I appreciate that moment because that's one of the funnier moments in kind of funny history yeah. that like is <laughs> kind of forgotten about but we're bringing
1: we're <laughs> we talking about <laughs> we're... dog we were talking about dog on a
4: morning show, or maybe KFA but it was a long time ago. And then it was like, oh, no, we can't talk about dog. Why not? Uh, his wife said the N-word. <laughs> like, all of us just lost it. All of
1: us lost Wait, it, but it wasn't dude. his wife. He said it to his wife, oh, right? Oh, yeah, Okay, yeah. gotcha. Just to, just to be clear. Are we sure we're not thinking
3: Hulk Hogan here? Because Hulk Hogan did that. No, both similar yeah, They look different. a lot yeah, like, They Yeah,
1: they both did know. it.
3: All right. Uh, anyway, lockdown blasts Optimus in the chest, knocking him to the ground, and he he says, "The trouble with loyalty to the cause mm-hmm. is the cause will always betray you." Which I have to think he was what he meant to say was, "Never bet against the house because the house always wins," but he's just never been to Vegas before. Optimus wants to know who sent him. Which is, which is exactly – he goes, who sent you? Who sent you? And Mark Wahlberg like, hey, did you guys steal that from that scene that was in with Boogie Nights where we were shooting a porno and he, he was interrogating a girl to find out who sent her and instead of like th- causing her physical harm, he just goes down on her. And then Optimus is like, no, we weren't. That's not the scene it's you were thinking movie. about at all. It's Speaking of Boogie movie. Nights. a good
2: movie. Uh, good. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg sings The Touch, the iconic Transformers song. He does in that. Boogie that's Nights. right. And um, there, for a while, it was a joke. But they were planning on Mark Wahlberg putting out a version of the Touch, which would feature a rap verse from him for Lucky this movie. Mark, that would have been they amazing. didn't. They didn't do it. Also, remember, no Linkin Park in this movie. His replaced his, by who? Imagine fucking dragons.
3: Yeah, that's right, Tim.
2: It's it's not
3: 2006 anymore, Tim. Mm-hmm. It's 2014. We're out of the 2010s. So you can't do Linkin Park's not cool anymore. Imagine Dragons did this and every Gap commercial. So that's important to note. Yep. Uh, Optimus wasn't born; he was made, and his makers want him back. They throw a net around him, and they catch Tessa in the process. And K tries to free her, but he can't. So he punches the ground in slow mo to show his feelings toward the subject. Lockdown. God,
4: takes there's so much left in the movie. Them to his <laughs> ship. Yep, where he separates Optimus <laughs> from Tessa. I'm just gonna try to go fast, guys. This is actually the halfway point. Wait, as halfway legitimately
1: point. at uh, the hour mark, Paula got up and was like, "Fuck this, I'm done." She's watched every other movie, but like this one was too much. This is,
3: this is where I started getting really into it, guys. And then
1: every 30 minutes, <laughs> where it every 30 minutes, I would pause it and be like, oh, fuck, there's still like an hour left. There's still an hour and a half left. It, it I'm was- not going to lie. It was hard. And
3: when I first started watching this movie, I always look at the time just to see how long it's gonna take me because it takes me probably like another hour to, to an hour and a half or two hours to write the synopsis, especially for shit like this, because it's so fun. It's two hours and 40 minutes. I was like, oh, this is gonna this is gonna suck. I get an hour and a half into this. I'm like, this could be four hours. I love this movie so fucking much. I'm having a blast. They're up in a spaceship mountain. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Uh it turns out, uh, let's see, locked out Tom Lemon calls it doesn't fucking matter. Um, lockdown ship, the night. Temenos is what the ship is called which I, I stole from the wiki, I got this definition, was an ancient Cybertronian ship, which was originally the transport of legendary knights, but Lockdown has commandeered it since uh, Tessa fights her way out of the trash compactor and tries to find Optimus. Lockdown has all knights in the cage, all these legendary things in the cage. You don't really know what the hell they are, but they're all hanging upside down. Optimus is the last one left. And I'm like,
2: is Optimus a dinosaur too? We don't know. Uh, I, I he's do, the I do last wanna... knight, which makes no sense because he's also the last prime and there's the seed and the matrix and the fucking cube. Goddamn, what's up? I man? do want I I do want to say, though, I I do want to say
4: that this movie would have I, I could see myself in an alternate reality where this movie is a lot cooler and more fun, getting super hyped when lockdown does arrive there in this in this scene that just we just passed where he shows up. And he's just fucking slow-mo walking. And it's like, dude, this is fucking tight. Like, lockdown's so cool. And he's scary as hell. And then what's-his-face from Bosch at that show that Nick Loves is there? And he's like, he's ours or whatever. Like, it's so cool. This scene's cool. But then... Yep. the movie just sucks, man. It's true. It's true. Uh,
3: let's see. Uh, the creators don't like that Optimus is protecting humans. The creators built him for a different purpose. We don't really ever figure out what that is. But Tessa watches the lockdown uh, hands over the seed to Savoy and his team. Cage, Shane, the Autobots race to jump onto lockdown ship before it takes off into orbit. I'm not. Uh, I'm not here to help. And then Shane goes, he's like, Hey man, I'm glad you're here to help me get my daughter. He's like, I'm not here to help you get your daughter. You're here to help me get my girlfriend. To which I would reply, fuck you. <laughs>
1: fuck you. Seriously, go like, yeah, like, like, fuck, fuck yourself. You. What the fuck? You have zero understanding How of what's did he, happening. Marky right now. Mark not either kill him or snap just his beat, him. Just in beat him neck hard. Like hand I'm through like, his don't. chest,
4: take out his spark,
1: you know what, yeah. what
3: I mean? <laughs> uh lockdown sends his attack dogs to find the intruders. Oh, let's see. Uh they split up to search uh for Tessa and Optimus uh while and cross hair traps. Go, they go to sabotage the ship by firing off the anchors. Uh lockdown sends his attack dog to find the intruders. They chase down Tessa who manages to narrowly escape. Cade finds the knight's chamber and accidentally touches a sword, which reveals giant weapons, one of what which is, is, is a little dagger that's also a gun.
1: Really convenient. Really convenient. Dude, what do you this think? This
2: stuff is also fucking weird. It's like, like Transformers lore and shit. Like they're just fucking flying by the seat of their pants. They don't even know what they're doing. None of like so few elements of this are from prior established things. They're just making shit up. It's like, why are you making new bullshit up? I... She's in there. The Tessa's running away from these dogs, gets in this cage, and then they need some organic creature to lick her? It's like, Michael Bay, you're a fucking pervert. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, this is not okay.
3: Uh, you know what I mean? It's hanging upside down. It's got to do something while it's down there. Uh, Kate grabs a bunch of the guns uh, for a little early Christmas <laughs> Andy, shopping I'm while sorry. that thing... Tongues, Tessa's leg. Um, Is Andy gone? Andy Andy's gone.
0: Okay. He hit a uh, limit. <laughs> and
3: then he's like, and then they come under fire. And and Kate's like, dude, don't bitch out on me. Don't bitch out, or forever you're going to be this bitch. And he's like, I'm not going to bitch out of you. And then Shane immediately bitches out. Why wouldn't you just be
1: honest and be like, hey, what was the you point? know what? I'm sorry. I'm going to have to bitch out. Like, that would have been at least funnier. Like, not, if he was like, I hey, agree. don't bitch out. And, and the other dude's like, you know what? I'm going to have to bitch. I'm so sorry. There's fucking aliens right there, you know? Yeah. And instead, yep. instead, it's stupid.
3: Um, But, but we do a get a funny line. I think after Cade jumps out and starts blasting everyone and he goes, I got to patent this shit. And I was like, man, you're thinking ahead. You still got to send your daughter no, to college. No, that's not a funny
2: line. It's fucking terrible. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's a bad one-liner. Top of that, it's, it's stolen. Larry. It's stolen. You don't get to steal someone else's thing and say you invented it. Hey, <laughs> man, like I, I was joke. waiting for,
4: like, I was waiting. I knew he was going to shoot something. And I was like, what's the line, Marky Mark? I got to patent this stuff. Like, God, <laughs> this fucking sucks, dude.
1: Um, <laughs> it's so terrible. They, they
3: find Tessa, and she, th- and she runs and thanks Chain instead of Cade, which pisses Cade off because, as we've already that established. That pissed me off, too. They, Shane is a bitch, and B, uh, Cade probably wants to bang his daughter. Nope, uh, How... Hound- Calls a little, uh, oh god! Helen calls a little like slimy alien, a bitch, and then blasts it. And then they find Optimus, who tells them this area is a ship all to its own. Cade, Tessa, and Shane decide to climb down the anchor cables of the building below. And it reminds me of that time I freaked out on a hot air balloon in Morocco. Tessa freaks out, and wants to go back. The ship and the attack dobs are on them. Uh, Kane blasts a couple of them, and then the rest start chewing through the cables. Luckily, Bumblebee comes and saves their asses. And I think the is dope. I like the visual here where he like swings and grabs them all and like grabs onto the building. Uh, Crosshairs comes back and picks them up in a smaller ship while Lockdown's minions chase after them. Uh, Bumblebee throws a ship at one of them while Crosshairs throws an actual like boat at one of them while Crosshairs destroys the bridge leading over to the Narrows uh, to take one more out. Crosshairs gives them a crash course on the rear gun and then jumps off to fucking quote lay some hate, which I'm like, if you weren't such a lame-ass character, Crosshairs, that'd be a really
2: fucking cool line. I enjoyed the scene, just the choreography of it, because we haven't really seen any kind of like, you know, Dog Shit fight in, yeah. in, in, in this franchise. And I, I enjoyed this a bit where I'm like, my blood was pumping a little bit. Yeah. And yeah, him jumping out, like that was slow mo I'm like, cool. The thing is this, like, I, I, I... At least it gave the humans something relevant to do. It
3: gave them the ability to actually kill some Transformers, believably. Which, in in the other movies, I just never really believed that, like, Josh Duhamel shooting a fucking AR-15 at a giant metal monster would actually do anything to it. We get the big guns here. It kind of makes more sense to me. Uh, Of course, that doesn't last very long. They end up uh, crashing. uh, And then we get another just classic Mark Wahlberg scene where, where they crash. And the guy's like, dude, do you have insurance for this? And he's like, it's a fucking alien. It's an alien ship. It was, oh, how am I gonna have entrance for an alien ship? And the guy's like, well, someone's gotta pay for this. And he goes, Sweetie, hand me my alien gun.
1: <laughs> I love that his solution for it's any classic. annoyance is I'm gonna murder kill you. Kill them. I'm gonna murder you. <laughs> but just it's the, like, the fact know that what? he's like, I'm, I'm, I agree. Gun. Like, good fucking murder this idiot. Yeah,
3: fucking kill this guy, but, man. He's lost his hair. It's, it's he's useless not, anyway. It's not
1: an unknown thing. Like, they all know that these aliens attacks happen at some point in the past, right? Yeah. So like this is clearly an alien ship like you saw on fucking TV right. and it just crashed on your your, your car you're fucked. You've lost yeah. a car. Let's crack Hopefully open a your insurance light. covers it. Oh,
3: yeah. I know. I'd be like, why don't you just reach down and grab a fucking ice cold Bud Light like Marvel? <laughs> let's get paid for product placement. Uh, let's see. Joyce wants to move all of his R&D to China facilities so the Chinese investors of the movie can get their money's worth. Uh, Joyce is pissed that Galvatron is flawed. They have no control over their prototypes, and he wants to know why. And guess what? They, they figure it out pretty quickly here. Optimus tells Kate and Megatron that Megatron is inside of Galvatron. They downloaded all the DC's minds into the body and the prototype of, but, and the, of the prototypes, but Megatron has been playing them whole time he has infected it he's hacked into these bodies and now he's there uh the whole so ksi would go after the seed he wants the seed can't remember why anyway 60 million years ago <laughs> thousands <laughs> of planets <laughs> <after cyber form laughs> the seeds. they turned God. organic life into elemental metal
4: the creators destroy your world to make us uh guys I swear wants- like the same writers of destiny right fucking these movies now <laughs> it's just always well it's always yeah something. it's always like we want to make more. something
3: yeah uh galvatron wants the same thing to happen again uh so they can build a massive army and annihilate the human species forever and we gotta get that seed before galvatron does cool the seed is the thing now joyce plans to take the seed and detonate it in the mongolian desert to create enough transformium for 100 years Cade and Shane have a heart to heart while they watch Tessa asleep in the most uncomfortable position ever just up across two chairs which you think would fucking murder her lower back uh i have the same thing when i sit on my with my feet up on my ottoman Cade. Thanks him for helping to protect Tessa. And he goes, thanks for being here today. And, th- and he goes, thanks for not shooting me while you had the chance. And he goes, oh, I'll have more chances. I'm Mark Wahlberg. And I, and I solve everything with violence, including nine 11. Uh, Cade calls Joyce to tell him that his invention has been infected. Um, his prototype has been controlling him. And Joyce is like, fuck, man, I didn't think you were going to get to me, but you kind of got to me a little bit. Tessa watches in slow motion as the local police approach. Uh, and then Tessa has a choice to make. Go back to her old life and or go with the Transformers to China so we can finish this movie. So they head over to China. Uh, <laughs> once they get the seed, they're out forever. And that's it. No more protecting humans, says Optimus Prime. And Lockdown realizes that Prime has escaped from his trophy case, so he heads back to Earth. Do uh, you think he'd have a better alarm system on that thing? But it is not. Joyce lands in China, where he meets with Adinger to take ownership of the seed so they can make a fully automated robot army. Sounds cool, but guess what? Joyce has had a crisis of conscience. He's like, why don't we take a beat on this for a minute? And then Adinger and he starts, he's like, I started the company when I was this little boy with a dream of making the world a better place. And then Adinger fires back, he said, I had the same fucking dream, motherfucker, but I didn't become a billionaire like you did. And I was like, good point, good point. And he goes, you're my golden parachute. So you're going to damn well jump out of the plane with me. Uh, Galvatron wakes up and hacks into all the bodies of the robots and then tells them all to find the seed detonated in the largest city possible. And then Joyce, Darcy and Sue are like, fuck. And so they make off with the seed uh, en route to China. Kate and Optimus have a heart to heart. How many of my people have to suffer for your mistakes? He asks. And he goes, and then Mark Mark goes, Hey, being human means making mistakes. Sometimes out of those mistakes, Uh, comes amazing things when i fixed you optimus it wasn't for profit it was a mistake it was for it was for profit but it was a mistake but without it you wouldn't be here and we wouldn't be in this situation and i'm asking you to do what i do see all the junk all of this junk out there for the treasure that it could be and optimus is like what the fuck are you talking about (laughs) what are
2: you saying i have tears nick (laughs) what the fuck are you
1: saying
3: (laughs) <laughs> oh, my God. And then Adiger and Savoy oh. Track down Joyce. Uh, Joyce texts Cassim G to figure out what the estimated blast range of the sea is. And then Sue buys a motorcycle. And then Joyce hops on the back. Uh, With the seed, which you think would be heavy, but it doesn't appear to be that much more heavier than a booty board. Yeah, (laughs) he's just riding through the streets of Hong Kong. This thing's like (laughs) a thousand pounds on his back, and he puts it on like when surfers like bike with their with their (laughs) giant
4: metal fucking apparatus. (laughs) It's like four feet tall. (laughs)
3: Um, Adinger, of course, and uh, and Savoy are hot on their trail, chasing after them. They get boxed in into a building, so they head to the roof. Uh, Joyce gets a text back from his uh, lab saying the seed has the power of a tactical nuke. Lol with some emojis, and I'd be like, you gotta fire this fucking guy, because all he's doing is eating donuts and texting emojis, and he's just like me, he doesn't understand how the emoji game works.
1: Is, is that like a thing of met, like, is that a specific size, a tactical nuke? I imagine
3: so. I, I always like when nuke you said it, kind of I, I, though.
1: I thought it always, like, there was the added, like, how many megatons it was.
3: Yeah, usually it's a kiloton thing, right? Like a, a, kil- like, yeah. or a megaton or like yeah. a hundred. Like you, you, It usually goes by weight yeah. of how big the bomb is yeah. or how much plutonium is in the core. Right. But he said tactical nuke, LOL because he's fucking scarfing down a donut, man. And also apparently has nothing to do because they've moved all the R&D over to China. I guess he's stuck back in Chicago. He doesn't give a fuck. Casting G and him are going to make some YouTube videos about fucking makeup tutorials. Anyway, uh, Joyce... <sighs> Uh, oh, the CIA assassins catch up, but Sue kicks the shit out of them as, along with the help of that random dude in the elevator. Which I'd be which like, How did this he help? I don't know. Uh, probably because Sue's hot and he wanted to get a date with her. But guess what? Joyce loves her instead. Tries to make out with her. Which, I, but I think she's kind of feeling. But I'm not quite sure. But I'm really going to tell you my name error right now. This guy's an HR nightmare. If I were the HR department for KSI, I'd be like, you're a billionaire. You can't be ran- You can't even talk to a woman these days. Just keep your fucking hands to yourself. Take care. Don't try to make out with her, or you're gonna you're gonna get this whole company put in the litigation.
4: I'm seeing a 500 kilometer range for, a tactical? for tactical nukes.
3: Also, yeah. you just got put on an FBI watch list. Congratulations!
1: <laughs> Damn, dude, that's uh, fucking
4: huge. Actually, when I Googled tactical nuke, the first thing that popped up is a bunch of uh, uh, highlights from Call of Duty. <laughs> oh, that, that makes sense. Uh, Kay and
3: the Autobots land on the roof and pick up Joyce, but as Stinger shoots, but uh, uh, Stinger shoots the ship uh, out of the air, they all uh, tumble out of it. Wait, uh, they can't quick, get the seat aboard. That's
1: 310 miles. A radius a of 310 miles. Oh, fuck, man. Like that.
4: I mean, Kevin, maybe I misread. I don't no, know. No, no,
3: but, I
0: mean, like,
1: that's that's don't enormous.
4: Could have been
3: centimeters. We don't know. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Stinger shoots a missile at the ship. Of course, uh, the seed falls out with some of the guys. And then, of course, Optimus and the guys uh, land. About 40 provinces over in a very pretty valley. Like every time you say it, it sounds just as ridiculous as every time they said it. Hey, man. I should get paid to money, write bro. this shit. I would love it. I could write a Transformers movie probably in a weekend. Um. Cade breaks off from the group to lead Savoy away, while the rest sneak through the building behind some really, really slow old Chinese ladies. Uh, and then Savoy chases Kade down the side of a building, and then they tackles him through the window. They fight, and Savoy pulls out a really cool knife. It's like one of those like samurai smaller knives. Um, and then uh, so Kade decides, like, man, I gotta fight fire with fire. I picks up a football, fucking throws it straight in that motherfucker's <laughs> head. This guy doesn't know that I was all state, bro. All state, fucking ninety eight, ninety nine, all state. Uh, and then he pushes him out the window. And then out like fuck, I'm getting the shit kicked out of me. I got
1: again. This robotic engineer is—he's—he's is, he's got a wide range of talents, you know. Uh, Andy, I actually looked into it. It's five to ten miles. It seems like, well, at least one of them was give or take. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, around there. It's a big difference. Five, ten,
3: five hundred miles somewhere around there. A five hundred yeah. mile radius is like from here to LA. <laughs> well, it
1: was yeah. a three, it was a five hundred kilometer, three hundred mile radius.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: yeah.
0: isn't yeah. it like
3: 286 miles from San Francisco yeah. to LA? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah like of yeah, yeah. California. Mm. All right. Yeah. So but hey, that's scary. Uh Joyce tells him that they're all screwed. He designed the robots to beat the Autobots. They can't win. And Optimus goes, Fucking time to call in some reinforcements. Walks in and says, Recognize one of your knights. And again, I go, who are these knights and why are they dinosaurs? Do they know they're knights? Have they been knighted? Because they're they act knights. like wild animals. They're not the knights. So, yeah, oh, they're, they're, they're not. He's the knight. Oh, right? saying like, to recognize. recognize. my power, dog. Oh, to, to open up all the... But then he just takes yeah. a sword and cuts open the cells anyway, right? It doesn't matter. Uh, let's see. Optimus rallies the legendary forces who are none other than
2: Tim. Who are they? The Dinobots. But I don't even what? want to call them that. Because they're
1: not. They're not. And
2: Dinobots it, Grimlock hungry
1: real quick I, I actually did more research the five the 300 miles is the range that the tactical nuke could go so if so we, can can shoot shoot here, we can shoot from here we could hit see, LA distance wise yeah. Distan- yeah yeah, got it. yeah okay yeah, yeah. so
3: gotta, we can gotta, fuck gotta, up gotta, all gotta. those SoCal's good um all those but so the Dinobots don't want to be tamed Kevin they don't want to be tamed so what does Prime do the good thing what every good leader should do Instead of reasoning with them, he just beats them into submission and then jumps on one of their backs. He and just then punches um, a dinosaur, dinosaur in the head. Grimlock.
2: Yeah. This, this again. Grimlock. Earlier, I said, "Me fan. We all know. Blah blah blah. Optimus Prime. He's a truck. I feel nothing. Optimus Prime is riding Grimlock. Awesome. And right. I hate it. This like, movie that works. sucks. This, Tim, this movie just
3: works. It's like it a map. So it just cool. works. Uh, Kate and the team are boxed into an all-glass building, and they have a funny line about that. Uh, and the Hound is handling shit like a fucking fat ballerina is what he calls himself. And then they have a part where he throws a giant grenade into them. He goes, pull the pen. And it's I'm so like, big. It <laughs> I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and then Optimus rides Grimlock, as we talked about. And dude, I, I, they got me. Anyway, uh, BB fights Stinger on, on the back of Strafe. And they pull a Spider-Man 2 as they fight down the side of a building. And then when they hit the ground, uh, Bumblebee blasts his ass into oblivion. And he goes. I, and then he plays the sound effect, I hate cheap knockoffs. And then you're thinking to yourself, hey, didn't we see someone get blasted and then reconfigure himself about yeah. 15 minutes ago? And it's like, forget everything you know. Because yeah. these are now fully solidified Transformers and they can't go back. They cannot transform uh, me in form. Nope, can't mm-hmm. transform me anymore because – because Cade mm-hmm. and Team jump into a car to get the seat out of the city and Cade's uh, lets Lucky Charms drive and en route the seed starts blinking and they're like it's either gonna go off or it's letting them know the location of uh to it's letting them reporting their location to lockdown. And of course it is lockdown, starts sucking, brings the ship over the city and starts sucking the whole, all the metal from the city into a ship and then so dropping it
2: like the world engine. Cool, man. Uh, I love this part. Not set up at all. It just starts no. happening. But oh, it's like cares. this is a really cool set piece, but like, but like I care. It's like at least have some level of reasoning for why this is happening in your ship with booby traps that also has dinosaurs on it that also has the last night like all the knights kind of fucking swords and shit. Good lord. Now Tim we're getting close to the end of this. Do we have an ad read or no? No. Okay,
3: cool. Uh C- Cade and the team narrowly Let's see. They're, they're dodging all this shit. they got to pull a reverse and all that stuff. And then Cade, they, they back into a building as the, as the car starts going. Kate and his team narrowly make it out. Uh, alive with the seed. Lockdown Of course, sucks all the uh, Autobots up uh, and the Dinobots. The ship at the last second prime shoots a missile uh, at the magnet, destroying the mechanism. Cade breaks off from the group to help Optimus, and he makes Shane promise to take care of Tessa. And I think we finally figured out why I have an issue with Shane's casting, because he just looks exactly like Mark Wahlberg in the scene. It's very, very, very weird. But also, we know For sure that if you ask someone in a Transformers movie to take another person out of the danger zone, you are basically telling them to drive them five miles out and then drive back as soon as humanly possible because that's what we do here in Transformers. We don't let any family member die. Alone anyway, Tessa tells Bumblebee to stop the car. She's not leaving her dad. Joyce takes the seat over the bridge while the dino make a stand. Uh, Adinger gets the better of Cade, so Optimus blows a hole in his chest like the Predator did Jesse the Body of Ventura. And man, he did him wrong, but it was cool to see his ribs like all splintered out. And then <laughs> Bumblebee comes back and breakdance fights lockdown while Cade shoots him from the ground. Tessa attaches a winch uh, from a nearby child. Tr- uh, at this point, Optimus has been beaten down and had his own sword driven through his chest, so Tessa. Being the smart one that she is, she's going to college after all. Uh, if she can get those financial aid payments, uh, Tessa attaches a winch from a nearby tow truck to the sword and, and Optimus's chest, and then Shane floors it. Uh, the sword the sword pops out of his chest, and Optimus catches it before it hits the ground uh, and drives it through lockdown.
4: Spark. I, I wanted Optimus to be like, "What are you doing?" And I wanted her to be like, "He's a driver. That's this is what he does." And it's like, this "Oh, this scene wow. is
2: so confusing in how simple it should be." But there's no sense of who's where and why things are happening. It's like, okay, cool. Mark Wahlberg's here to do the shooting and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing she's doing with the the wench, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah the toe wench. That thing. It's like, where are you? And like, what, well, what exactly? They go around a lot and yeah, then, it's like, then you I put it on the sword. It's like, at was, first I, I thought, thought they were going to hoth them. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's what I thought they were going to do too. And I, wrote, I actually
3: wrote that in here. And then it, they cut back and she's just putting it on the sword. And I was like, oh. So, but, but we see her, don't we see her tying it around a pillar? Yeah.
2: So it's like, what, just for a little bit more like, I have no idea. That was weird. And then I I swear to God, there were more people in this scene than there should have been. A lot more. It was was locked down versus about 50 people. No, but like there were humans where I was like, there should have only been Mark Wahlberg and uh, Tessa and Lucky Charms. But I I don't remember there being any other people. She was driving, she was out of the car, and I swear to God, Mark Wahlberg had another dude next to him. Oh, maybe, maybe that was a mistake. I no,
4: think it was no, 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 I, that. that's I that no. That's a visual mistake. No, but like, and
1: then mistake. the dude gets like it pulled was, out or something, right?
4: It was posted in the subreddit. And I noticed it too. When Mark Wahlberg is behind the wall, I just thought my eyes just fucked up. And wait, in our subreddit? Yeah. When Mark Wahlberg is behind the wall... There's a visual error where there's two Mark Wahlbergs behind the wall standing next exactly to each what I'm other. Talking about, though. Yeah. That's so funny. Like there's I there's know. a blast that happens, and he's covered by the wall, so he kind of like braces behind it. <laughs> but there are two composed wa- Mark Wahlbergs. So we got oh two my God. Marks. Uh, there's two of me. I'm behind the wall, and there's there's lockdown. Here's how that conversation went with Michael
3: Bay. Hey, you know what I think the end of the scene should be? Two of me. Because what's better <laughs> than one Marky Mark? Two
2: <laughs> Marky Marks. That's Marky oh Marky Marky God. Mark. Yeah. Kev, it I'm ha- setting this to assets. I
4: can't believe yeah, I was looking Somebody it. Somebody posted in the subreddit and I thought and I immediately replied. I was like, holy shit, I thought it was just my eyes. Like I thought I saw incorrectly. Uh yeah, there was two Marky Marshall. Uh, um, behind the wall.
1: Hold on one second. I have to switch. Marky Mark, see Marky
4: Mark. That's what this scene
3: needs. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's hilarious. So it's actually no, could the other guy's wearing a full length like shirt though.
1: Yeah, so there, right, were, right, there right, are right. different
3: costumes. That guy, that must have been a different... They must have put Shane there and then decided to put him in the car later or something like that. Because oh I feel God. like... We I could have sworn we saw a Ryan.
1: cut from from this uh, this angle over here later. And that's where but, he like... But,
4: but, but then when they cut back to... Like when this blast happens, it cuts back to Marky Mark and he's just behind the wall alone.
3: But like... So, you, but you see what I'm saying though? Like the guy that's getting blasted by the pink shit has a full length shirt on.
4: See
1: this So I wonder shirt. What I,
3: I think that was probably... That must have been one of the other characters. What's going on what? right here? But they just fucked up.
1: This, what is this fabric I here?
4: I don't know. Because
1: it looks that like is... they caught copied...
3: it. Um... No, it's just this highlight on his gene. But
4: like the, the, the sequence of, of, of events that happen here is that blast happens. And then the next shot is Mark Wabrick behind the wall being like, Oh, fuck, I just got shot. To, the wall just got shot, but he's alone now. Mm-hmm. And, and so I... Oh. This scene with uh, a rally car... Uh, famous rally car driver seth whatever his name is um shane Mc- lucky charms Sh- yeah shane Lucky Charms, yeah mm-hmm. and then they probably cut back to him and we're like oh you know what fuck we shouldn't have shot that with shane there because he has to be in the car <laughs> <I don't laughs> that's know. my
3: guess anyway uh optimus uh stabs lockdown through the heart and then cuts upward just rips him in half and he says honor to the end and i'm like you just stabbed a guy in the back was that honorable who knows uh they set off then he goes. We gotta set off Lock- lockdown's grenades. And you're like, what? Lockdown has grenades? When the fuck did he get those? Anyway, they set them off, and it destroys. Thankfully, all the prototypes just gone. They don't have to clean up anymore because lockdown's grenades home in on uh, human made Cybertronian metal. Uh, Cade and Tessa mm-hmm. hug. I'm sorry. Excuse me. And then, of course, you're- I know what you're thinking, Tim. Wow, man, this movie could be a little longer because I want to see them deal with Galvatron. No, 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 no. Galvatron pulls another Megatron moment where he's watching from afar, and he's like. Oh, I'll live to fight another day Andy live to fight another I'll, day I'll be back I'll be back, <laughs> motherfuckers. we shall meet again Prime for I am reborn is what he says uh, Kate and also we need a sequel Kate and Tessa hug she tells him that he's always been her hero and he's like that's all I wanted to hear. that's all I wanted hear." and then Kate and Shane hug too and he goes you know for a 37 year old man you're okay you can you're definitely bang my 17 year old daughter yeah uh and then Romeo Cade, and Juliet R- laws yeah yeah Romeo and Juliet and then uh Cade wants to go home but Tesla reminds him he's like hey we don't have a home dude they blew it up like a long time ago and then Joyce is like oh, I can probably help with that I'm like oh we're gonna get a fun scene where we finally see like him making it as an inventor and working with Joyce and like they get a new home just like at the end of Batman versus Superman su- uh, fucking Super Friends League uh but no that's it he's just I'm going to help, I guess. Maybe he holds him to him, maybe he doesn't. And then Dino, Austin, Optimus tells the Dinobots, hey, guess what, you're free. And they're like, cool, we're going to fucking eat a lot of Chinese people.
0: And, <laughs>
3: yeah. Okay, see you guys later. You're the just t- unruly t- medical t- t- animals they that eat can't be stopped. people
1: in your mind? they never they're just massive,
3: people. But they're massive, unruly animals that can't be like, controlled by sense. anyone they other eat, than Optimus John. Prime. So, I mean, they're going to fuck something up, man. Someone's getting their koi pond stepped Tim, on. Tim, do they eat like anything? That. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> To eat your soul, Kevin. Uh Optimus tells the gang that there's still uh there's still a press in his head. So as long as he stays there, he's endangering everyone. He's gonna take the seat somewhere. Well, no one will ever found it, find it, and then uh and then I'm gonna take off and fucking look for my makers. And then Mark Wahlberg goes, Well, hey, will I ever see you again? And he goes, I do not know, but whenever you look at the stars, think of one of them, just pick a random one of them and think of just any star, really, and think of it as my soul. And then Mark Wahlberg goes, But well, doesn't what? it have to be a specific soul? A specific star? Like one in Orion's bed or one in the Milky Way or one in that lion or one in that cancer or one where any of the astrological You're you're just doing.
4: You're just doing Fran with Marky Mark with his
3: voice. They're (laughs) obviously similar. And Optimus (laughs) is like, I don't have time to fucking tell you, but just look at the fucking sky. Look at the stars. And one of them's me, okay? One of them's me. And and, and then he's like, well, how are you going to get to the stars? And he goes, well, this whole fucking time. That's right, guys. I've had the capability of flying. And I'm going to show you that right now. Um, Defend this family, Autobots, as they have defended you. Have defend you learned all anything? And it's like, you just fucking said you wanted to leave. But you what about realize. the wikis They're all dead. They died in the Battle of Chicago Part 2. Then Optimus takes off into space and does yet one more VO. He hasn't talked enough here. I am Optimus Prime, and this message is to my creators. Leave planet Earth alone, because I'm coming for you. Now and then... This is very reminiscent
2: of... Mm. Don't fail me here clicks no <laughs> optimus jump going into space transformers v1 v2 beast
3: wars. Beast, wars, beast, wars.
2: beast wars i was gonna say beast wars there. Oh, mm-hmm. sure. Remember Does optimus optimus yeah he shoot, he, like season finale and he shoots off into space then he comes of course back who he, could you know, forget that fucking moment form. in pop culture very
3: cool very cool Gifts everywhere about that sure.
2: anyway. uh, Tim, what um, you
1: say now kevin yeah, Kevin, he was
3: relying on you.
1: Oh, shit, you I'm sorry. Him. I was watching the the end again to see when he transforms and <laughs> flies. My you, bad. You I fucking <laughs> failed hey, him. so goddamn
3: much. Um, <laughs> hey, let's just be happy Kevin finished this movie this week. Uh, and
1: then... <laughs> oh, man, I got some thoughts
3: of last week's movie. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> we don't have time for that. We got a production meeting at a half hour. Uh, and then, of course, the, the credits roll. Bye-bye, Linkin Park. You guys don't have the fucking stuff anymore. We got to bring in the big guns. Imagine, Imagine Dragons. Dragons. For the now. third time in this movie. Ugh. I'm glad Imagine Dragons die- all died in that plane crash. They're
2: still alive. They're still
0: alive.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: unfortunate. <sighs> Every once in a while, Dick. Every once in a while. You know what I mean? You be need five for
4: be be. the first and the last slide. If you're not poetic, no need to
2: fret. Haikus don't need to rhyme.
4: Haiku in review. Haiku
2: in review. There we go. You can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to so write your review in haiku form, just like Chaminda did. Don't bitch out on me. We got robo diners now. Fuck the government. Uh, Evan Ballard says, Hey, I'm Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Why is there hey. an hour left? Bugatti is French.
1: Okay.
2: Okay. Yeah. Is it? Um, I thought it was Italian. Yeah. I didn't know Bugatti was French.
1: Maybe the Bugatti character is French in this That's what they're saying.
2: The Bugatti is cool. Looking. No, the Bugatti's Japanese. The Bugatti was that Drift. Was he was definitely Ken Watanabe. He was definitely Japanese. Yeah. Again, Drift was a helicopter. I did not know that. Longer. Bugatti was a French car manufacturer. Hmm. See, Evan Ballard teaching us some shit today. Um, your buddy Danny says, What the fuck, Texas? Romeo and Juliet? Dinobots sucked ass. Um. um Lewis Herrera writes in uh, with, the, with a fact that I wanted to read. This is some quotes from T.J. Miller on what it was like to work with Michael Bay. You know, he has a specific way of communicating with people. Once he said to me, nothing that you said is funny, T.J. Not one thing all day. We hired you to be funny. There's 300 people here. None of them are laughing at you. Say something funny. I can still cut you out of the movie. And I said, Michael, I would love that. Because then I would be able to leave right this instant. And he said, say something funny. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't even made the Make-A-Wish kids laugh. <laughs> that was, that was
3: from, so that was from an interview, I think, with Bobby Lee on his podcast. I listened to that. And it's fucking <laughs> hilarious.
2: <laughs> he says, to be fair to him, I had it. And they were standing there like, this was not our wish. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking Oh my god! This was the same interview
3: too, where he was like, he talked about how Michael Bay, he, like, and he's just obviously a terror to work with, um, because he just gets pissed off and can't show, like, you know, he just gives into the stress and wants. But he was like, he was like, you know, the reason he, he's he gets so angry all the time is because he 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 said he was so passionate about making, wanting to make these movies great, like he legitimately thinks these movies are great and he doesn't understand why people don't like them, and it's because you're a bad filmmaker, Michael Bay. That's why you're a bad bad storyteller bad story. You should just be a commercial director. Because you can direct right awesome commercials.
2: The I final, uh, the final leg interview is uh, okay. from Blackjack. Nothing to disguise. Story fans need not apply. Good acting deprived. All of that is that's true. I just love the story fans need not apply. There's a uh,
4: there there's a fantastic moment that I f- I forgot to bring up. Uh, the scene where um Iris Racing Man and uh, 17-year-old girl go shopping for groceries when they're on the run for the government. Mm -hmm. And they came back with, uh, they they mentioned I brought protein powder for you, Mark. Protein powder. The protein powder is CG'd. They changed the label and CG'd whatever the the, the wrapping on the powder uh, Mm -hmm. thing was. And it looked so bad. I bet you... I want everybody to go back and look at it because it's like <laughs> it's moving around in his hand and shit. It looks so bizarre. Dude. I can it's honestly say video. that
3: I will never go back and watch this movie ever. I hope <laughs> that I never see this
4: movie
2: again for I, sure.
1: I bet you they had a, a product placement there, but lost the deal somehow, and we're like, oh fuck that, plan. we're keeping the we're taking the name out.
3: Yeah,
4: that's a good point.
3: Part two is probably GNC. Now
4: um really? no. Raghu. Ta-da, 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 no. Bagu. what's up
3: everybody welcome back to rad guys talk bad guys during this transformer series i'll be your host nick scarpino alongside kevin the big dog Koolo. Oh Oh Oh, tim master of disaster blue eye old blue eyes himself gettys what's up and Dan Cortez, Spring Break '96, RGV. How you doing, Dan? How's I'll Bill Pelham? Great, doing? man.
4: The surf is great out here. Oh
3: man, let's say uh, Sentinel uh, at number one right now. We have Sentinel Prime, McDreamy, and Michael Bay, uh, which I believe was from Transformers Three. Then we have uh, number at uh, number two, Michael Bay from Transformers One, and then number three, Michael Bay and the Fallen from Revenge of the Fallen, which is Transformers Two. Where do we want to put Lockdown, Adinger, and we'll just put, we'll say Lockdown and Adinger in this one, and Michael Bay number one number one i say Locking i say it's number it. one also i think kelsey lockdown was Grammer actually pretty cool. good.
4: yeah kelsey grammar is a, a cool mean guy also he needs to be more he needs to be cast more in a lot of other shit i feel like he that's has true. a
1: cool death optimus just shoots him like this you know if <laughs> that's if that's i were kelsey Grammer, expect.
4: like hearing his voice like i'd be t- i'd be going for every vo role in the industry you know what i mean he he's much so does. good
3: well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Your new ranking is Lockdown. Dr. Fraser Crane and Michael Bay at number one. Uh, two, Sentinel Prime, McDreamy, Michael Bay. Three, Michael Bay. And four, Michael Bay and The Fallen. Let's
0: see, Let's <laughs>
3: see if see Anthony it. Hopkins
2: makes this list next week. Is he a oh bad my. guy? Who the fuck knows? Uh, we'll find out. Um, Barrett. Gives his thoughts on Age of Extinction. I'm so sorry for pushing Tim to have us do Transformers in review. Shit talking inside, this movie does have some moments that are just as fun as the original movies, but the human story is such a train wreck and so poorly written, it just wasn't worth it. More proof that Shia was the super glue that kept it all together. Marky Mark is like store brand tape that was used to try to hold something together that was beyond fixing. Rank the bottom, for sure. Hmm. I also think it's the bottom, man. I left this. this movie from the theater, and I remember just being like, I'm not seeing the next one in Theaters and I didn't, I stood by that. That's how bad this one was to me. That's crazy. I
3: watched this movie for the second time critically with it with my critical eye. I went to of film course. school, don't <laughs> forget. I went to film school. It, it film was the school. big eye, you, it was the eye that turned a corner.
4: Like, it was like Lockdown's eyes with his, he becomes a canon you know?
3: Exactly. That's me. That's here, right? That's this mm-hmm. critical eye right of here. This eye right here, that's the sexy eye. This is the critical eye. Okay. I'm going to say something right now that I think I'm holding by. I think this is number one. <laughs> I, think this is, I think this is the most straightforward the least characters and has the coolest bad guy and the action yeah, sequences actually make sense. Characters.
1: Nick, Nick because so the many other characters. one
3: literally introduces five government agencies. Don't so forget in one. the last one we had a new fucking love interest for Shia LaBeouf and we are just expected to like her and she works for another bad guy was like 15 bad guys in Nick alone.
2: this one but this one had it has the um, Frasier Right. It also then yeah. has, the, other has this, the cemetery nest or whatever that part of Fraser, part and of Frasier. Frasier. And fist nest. They, <laughs> they also have the, the whole Chinese area. Like the, they have that woman where it's like this is fucking weird. They have Stanley Tucci, and then they also have the president and his little weird ass. Like yeah, but the it's president is thing. They have two scenes. It's These, all this super one to me yeah.
3: To me, at least, it it's to Kevin's point. It's somewhat well connected. Their motivations make sense. And you don't randomly have John Turturro running around in Superman underwear half halfway through it for no fucking reason other than comic relief. We also only have one instance of those little tiny shitty transformers, and then they don't we don't see Brain for like the rest of the movie, which is good. Like I think to me, this movie has at least it, it attempts to tell a straightforward, well formatted story, and it has cooler action sequences, and it has no it's way. the only movie where you only, only one have one cooler action sequence in this than Dark of the Moon. I mean, I like the part where Optimus flips over and grabs everyone. I like the part with the uh, it was where better at the, dug in the Moon when Bumblebee did it.
2: <laughs> no when Bumblebee it, did it. It just science. they were just
3: like we need something cool to happen in the scene because only people have just driven away from each other while Shia LaBooth screams. The scene where they, where they're walking down the anchor, I thought was really fucking cool. And like Bumblebee has to like swing and grab them. Like I'm not saying these are the best action sequences ever, but I, I at no point in the action sequences with the exception of maybe the last one, but this one made more sense because I was actually paying attention to it, did I feel like I was lost or didn't know where the characters were in the scene? I think they did a good job of at least showing what was happening on in the dual planes of action. And again, I think they had compelling bad guys. I think Mark Wahlberg could have probably toned it down by about half, but what do you want? You cast Mark Wahlberg, you get, you only get one speed with Mark Wahlberg, 400 miles an hour. That's what you get. He's the um, best thing about this movie. And uh-huh. it, in the movie, it was not hard, but the plot was not hard for me to follow. Whereas in the other ones, I was like, what the fuck is the matrix of leadership? What is this machine? What is this thing? Why are we introducing massive? What plot is the seed, though? Break? What What's is it?
2: Terraforming. It's, yeah, it's a attack. terraforming tool. All it it's it ter- but like, is it terraforming or yeah. is it turning them into robot dinosaurs? It, ter- it turns. You know, it turns ter- t- nothing no, to no, no. metal. It doesn't. It doesn't. No, it, it it doesn't, doesn't...
3: Didn't
2: go. But for what? What was the goal of the
1: to scene? have the metal to around. make more
3: metal so that the, the people can make more transformers so that the original creators can get the metal, like far metal to make Optimus in the game as they're as they're like slaves. But then the transformers
4: lives... stop using their transforming technology too. Like, I, like this movie, this movie's a failure. not everywhere, dude. Like, but the transformers don't have command of that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they
1: can't. Like, you can't make your muscle turn into a steak. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> they can literally can scan out. anything they want and
2: turn into something different. That's, a, but that's, that's the same aesthetic. problem. with All the transformers, you know, you cut that.
1: your hair that's and cool. suddenly you have yeah. a different. Like, you cut your hair, suddenly you're you more. You know. You can't
3: falter this movie sure. for for having some of the elements of the other movies in it. So you can't you can't give it, knock it down points because it has to adhere to the bullshit that came before it. I
2: mean, my That's thing is fair. like I feel like you can because like I feel like for this is what I keep going back to the, it being a soft reboot. It's like they changed so much, but then they st- stuck with so much of, of the other bad stuff.
4: Mm. All right, mm. whatever. Mm. <laughs> yeah, on that. yeah, this movie is garbage, man. I I think but that all these I... movies
1: are garbage. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand this movie isn't more garbage than any of the other movies. Because the third one,
4: yeah. the Shia third one was... literally makes no sense. Because Shia LaBeouf was in those movies and made it he somewhat wasn't good redeemable. La- now, in, some no, in the last one, he Bro, wasn't you know what, good.
3: Hey, sweetie, hand me my alien gun. That's all I'll say. If you didn't laugh at that line, you're a heartless piece of <laughs> I dog. I did. It.
2: It's so it's <laughs> awful, dude.
3: He pops a fucking Bud Light on some dude's window. <laughs> <laughs> It's so over the top. That's what I'm saying. Like, at least, well, honestly, real talk, I don't give a fuck where we rank this one. It doesn't matter to me. But one of the things that I did respect about this one was that Mark Wahlberg was like, we have to take this so over the top every chance we could get because that's what these movies should be. And of course, it failed fucking miserably. But at least I remember the name of one of the side Transformers. And that's like more than I can say for the other ones. I have no what? idea who played Ratchet in the other one. I don't remember anything Ratchet said, but I know Hound was a kind of fun
4: character to watch for a few minutes. I just don't think that Mark Wahlberg knew that. I don't think that was his direction. I think he legitimately just wanted to be a good actor in a movie that he thought was going to be pretty good because well, I don't know played... if he's a judge of that. I, don't...
3: I think he's playing it comically and I think he's playing it like he would a summer popcorn action movie. And I think that that was probably the direction he got and he did what he was supposed to do. And he I give like Mark Wahlberg tried. a lot of shit, but he belongs in a movie like this because he is a cheesy, massive popcorn action star. similar. I think mean, The Rock would have done a great job too because The Rock is... They, that's They're like interchangeable. You can put Mark Wahlberg, Vin Diesel The Rock in any fucking movies. They're all interchangeable. They're just bowed out. I fucking, fucking love Mark, out Mark Wahlberg, man. I really do. I'll be honest too, man. I, I'll tell you. As much shit as I give the guy, sometimes he makes me giggle and that's all he has to do. Why are his fucking arms it's so big? Him, though. Like, he spends big. all day in the lab working on robots. K-D when does Yeager, he work man. out? anyway we can I'll we can it. vote on this I, I don't really want to argue too much because i don't really care
2: yeah i, I think it's dead last uh who, who, so who thinks it's uh better than uh right now currently revenge of the Fallen's the the bottom one raise your hand i'll put it above revenge of the fallen uh nick andy and kevin raise their hand uh who thinks it's better than transformers one nick's the only one uh, nick and kev both raise their hand Ooh. uh well, it doesn't matter. Then we're done. Matter. So, yeah, okay. Nick, yeah, just, so new... I want
1: real quick. I want Nick to know that I'd put it at number one too, because it doesn't matter. These movies are all Thank terrible, you, and like this one was slightly better because of Mark Wahlberg.
2: It's true. We are voting uh, which is the better piece of trash. But the new rankings are: uh, Dark of the Moon is number one, uh, Age of Extinction number two, Transformers 2007 number three, and Revenge of the Fallen is number four. Um, next Tuesday we are doing Mallrats for. Kevin Smith's view universe and review. Hell very, yeah. Very, very excited about that. Never seen it. Um, and then on Friday, we are doing Transformers, The Last Night. Who here has seen this movie? I have never seen it.
5: I like can't. I said, I
3: watched five minutes of it no. and I was like, I, I got. I, this is before, again before I turn the corner. I can't fucking wait to watch this movie. Let's do it tomorrow. How does everyone feel about that? <laughs> Fuck predator hunting grounds, Andy. That's too much fun. Let's watch. I
4: it. Let's cannot watch. subject myself to this like much longer, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's
2: breaking him. It hey, is only it, one more. Only yeah. one more horrible one. Bumble it's Bumblebee's I'm sticking
4: fun. my head in a microwave and just like there's going to be long standing effects on me. Yeah,
2: two two and a half hours. So a little bit shorter next time. Oh great! Until then, though. Autobots
4: roll out.